It's Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. Here's Jeff Parles. Welcome in. It's Football Friday. No, I'm sorry. Football Wednesday here at the <laughs> South Point Studio. It is Sports by the Book. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles. Oh, look at this. Chris Andrews, Vinny Maliolo is here. We even had a, have a water and a microphone ready to go for Jimmy Vaccaro. America's in, treasure. In 20 minutes from now as well. <laughs> Gentlemen, how, how are we doing today? It's it's kind of amazing. We have we have zipped through the college football regular season, the final weekend before the conference ter- championship games come the weekend after that. You know what else today is? It's the first day. I think somebody told me like 50 days. First day without football. Without yeah. football. Right. Yeah. We had football like fit. But, mm-hmm. you know, Jeff, we're going to make up for it the next couple of days. Oh, yes, we are. <laughs> Which is why we're going on football Wednesday instead of Friday. Busiest weekend of the fall this weekend, yeah, starting uh, starting tonight. Well, it's also the weekend where, again, uh, of course, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. So we'll have three NFL games, uh, the Egg Bowl tomorrow, which is where we'll start on the college end of things mm-hmm. here. Uh, roughly 8,000 college basketball games as well. Uh, championship of Maui going to get going in about 10 minutes. Uh, Marquette and Purdue. Uh, Purdue a three-point favorite in that one. I, I would imagine that that, uh, that tournament – that tournament wow. basically is the is the class of of an elite eight this year. Kansas and Tennessee, who are two of the seven best teams in the country, yeah. legitimately just played in the third place game. What was it? What was the first round game? Gonzaga. Gonzaga and, had to play Purdue in the Purdue. first in the first round. Yeah, yeah, and UCLA, who's no pushover, had yeah. to play Marquette. Just like wow. it's just like March, isn't it? Yeah. Jeez, yeah. I, like, I watched like, a little 16? bit of the Kansas game last night. Uh, that was that was pretty good. Yeah, uh, Marquette. With Marquette. Really, really outplayed him. Nice, nice win for the Golden Eagles yeah. last night. Good defense there. Keep an eye on that team. We got Joe Holler back there from uh, outside of Milwaukee, and he's been telling you about Marquette and uh, boy, they still they sure showed it last night. No, one hundred percent. They were they were super impressive uh, last night. And that win over Kansas, Kansas uh, beating Tennessee earlier in the day, and of course tournaments in the Bahamas, Mexico, all over the world, basically uh, for college basketball. What was the first one, Jeff? Alaska or Maui? the Great Alaska Shootout? Yeah. Was uh, was that before? Was that before it was Maui? Actually, the I think the Maui Classic was well, well, first, what, and then it what, was Maui. Maui went to uh, was, Anchorage, right? Was yeah. Maui basically that everyone caught its attention when Chaminade beat Ralph Sampson? Correct. Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's what, that? 1980? I think it was eighty. Yeah. Eighty. Okay. Ralph Sampson and the Cavaliers go down. Go down to Chaminade. 1982. 82? 82, yeah. 1982. Silver Sword, 77. Cavaliers, 72. Wow. There we go. Even has his own Wikipedia page, guys. <laughs> Should, really. <laughs> Man. So, all right, let's, uh, let's get into football here on this football Wednesday here on the show. Before we get to the egg, <clears throat> we're now at the, we're, we're at the end. We're at the end of the regular season here, Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, just... Uh, let's just talk about the year that ha- that has been so far. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know Handel is just incredible at this point. Yeah, this college football is pretty darn close, if not at at, at the tier of the NFL, at least from the betting perspective. Well, at this point, yeah, and I've said this before on a weekly basis, college does about the same as the NFL. Oftentimes, beats it where the NFL just keeps going. Yeah. You know, in college we'll have some sporadic bowl games, but you know, you got. What, Eastern Michigan's going to be in a bowl game, so we've got to count those, you know. So, I mean, some of the bowl games will be great. Some of them won't be. 
Whereas the NFL is great all the way through February. And that's where the NFL beats college. But on a weekly basis, I mean, the college college product is fantastic and people love it. I think uh, when, <clears throat> when Crystal and I got into this business, uh, I think NFL was about four or five to one ratio handle-wise. And now, of course, now the fact that we're booking so many more teams than, sure. than we did back then, um, the TV uh, – Exposure has has increased, and and people are more comfortable and knowledgeable with the uh, uh, with the college game. So, and and the playoff has helped it. And I think with next year having a twelve team playoff, I think you'll see a spike in the college handle next year because of that, for sure. It has been a very fun year. The committee could have quite the mess on its hands in two mm -hmm. weeks if the proper results happen for said mess. Yeah. Uh, looking at you, Bama beating Georgia. Looking at you, Florida State going yeah. thirteen and zero. Yeah, uh, there there could be some really fun things uh, mm -hmm. coming across uh, when they make that field two weeks from this upcoming or one week from this upcoming yeah. Sunday. I should say. All right, let's uh, get into this week though. Let's start with the Egg Bowl uh, here, guys. Uh, Mississippi, Mississippi State in Starkville this year. Really, just been a mess of a year. For the Bulldogs, uh, firing the interim coach who replaced uh, Mike Leach after his right. untimely passing. And now uh, getting, a, really, this is one of those where you're going to see this a bunch here. Yes, Mississippi State going for bowl eligibility this week. They're five and six. Uh, arguably their Super Bowl, regardless of if they win this game, being some random bowl, probably against a CUSA team. It doesn't have the same ring as it does against taking on the Rebs. Uh, down to 10 on this one from 11 and a half earlier in the week, Ole Miss laying it in Starkville, Chris. My numbers came to 12. Okay. Um, I opened at 11 and a half just to be a little closer to the market. Market was mostly 11 at the time. They took the 11 and a half, then they took the 11. So I went to 10. By the way, years ago when I had my own website, I did a study on rivalry games. How do the dogs do in rivalry games? And it's about 50 50. I mean, uh, people love to play the dogs, the rivalry game. You know, it it doesn't at least up till that point. I haven't. I don't think things have changed all that much. You know, I, I people tend to overshoot that with the dog and the favorite is often a better play when they are the better team. I think Mississippi State, Mississippi is certainly the better team here. So that, now that we're down to ten, I mean, I don't love it. I made the game twelve, but I'm comfortable needing Mississippi in this spot. Yeah, I think uh, Chris hit on the key points. I mean, obviously a recruiting game. So many of these, so many of these games, that you, you've got players on both teams that were recruited by both, you know, uh, by each, or or perhaps not. So there's you know a little bit of a, uh, you know, little added incentive there for for those that didn't. Um, you know, you're setting up for next year if you're Mississippi State, right? You're you're trying to rebuild and uh, reestablish yourself, and so uh, you, I could see where. Uh, there's there's been support for them too, especially w when it was higher than than ten. Now, w w when when does their when is their interest in Mississippi? If it gets below that, then probably you know. But I don't know if it, I'm not so sure it's going to get below that. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get below that either. Fifty four to total on this one as well, <clears throat> down from the opener of fifty five and a half. Uh, no 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 sense whatsoever for me. I don't think Ole Miss is as good as they showed. Through this year, either they're good when they're playing weaker opponents. Yeah, but, and the other thing, one more thing about, yeah. and, and to Vinny's point, he talked about recruiting games. You know, and, and I said the dog doesn't always isn't always a play. It's about the same as it is in any other game. But you have to remember, uh, 
Yeah, it's a recruiting game, and sometimes a coach wants to step on the throat of the other team. He yeah. might run it up late, and you think Lane Kiffin is beyond that? I certainly don't. I no. think he might be. Well, this also, I, I will say this. There's a job due west that the team wears maroon that Lane Kiffin could very easily be in the running for that job in A&M. Ross Bjork is there, who was his AD, who yeah. hired him in, 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 uh, in Oxford. Not saying Lane's going to get that job, but this could very easily be the final time we see Lane Kiffin as the head coach. Okay, of I'm not that well. sure that's such a great job. You know, I'm not either. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not. You know, I, I'm not sure that Mississippi is, but you know, I'm not sure Texas A&M is either. It'll be a lot of money. A lot but of I was going to say, if you're going to give me 95 check. million to sit yeah. at home, then it's a pretty damn good job. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's an excellent job. And Jimbo Fisher's agent still, uh, still finesse king of all time on that. <laughs> All right, let's uh, go to Friday. All right, I, I got to do it. I got to do it. Chris, a football game with a total of 25 and a half. <laughs> right Iowa. to it. Right to it, he went. <laughs> At Nebraska, Nebraska needs the game to get bowl eligible. Iowa's already won the Big Ten West, so we get, yeah. to, we get to see two more games uh, with Iowa this year after this one on Friday. Uh, this is a noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific game on Friday, uh, 121 and 122 in your rotation numbers. Chris, uh, uh, Nebraska is favored by two, which, by the way, I think that's a little surprising as well. Uh, but 25 and a half in a college football game is just ridiculously low. And the crazy part of it is. It was bet down from 26. It was bet down from 26 and a half. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, Vinnie and I have known the Gone family for, hmm. oh my God, 45, 45 years. 46 years. 40, yeah. yeah. Yep. So young John Gone, the John Jr., uh, Michael's grandson. Michael's grandson. He's in, and they're big Nebraska fans. Michael and his father from Omaha. So they're big Nebraska fans talking about the game. And I said, Johnny, this is going to be the worst. This is going to be the lowest total that I can ever remember. What I said, I think it'll be about 26. Oh, you're crazy. You're crazy. So we bet each other $1, little dollar, you know, one dollar. I said, you, know, you want the over? So he took over 26. So regardless, I beat young John out of half a point here <laughs> because we're at 25 and a half now. But I got to tell you, you got to have some, uh, uh, some guts to bet this one over. So, so some intestinal fortitude. There, yeah, Chris? I was trying to think of yeah. uh, you know onions as a, yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> but well, uh, that's going to be tough to bet. But you know, listen, one one pick six, one kick return. You know, it's uh, probably a good total. But at least I beat Johnny out of half a point, so I'm happy with that. Couple solid defenses, obviously, that speak to the total and uh, capable of scoring. By the way, there's a Purdy at quarterback now yeah, uh, right. in this game. Uh, let's remember that for the. Uh, for the Cornhuskers, and um, yeah, I, I, I've got to be honest with you. I, 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 I made this total higher just because of general Prince. I just, <laughs> we were laughing with John back there, and I said, I can't. But here it is, and to, to Jeff, you hit it. I mean, twenty six. They bet it under. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know what we're gonna get here from the offenses. I know you're gonna get two solid. Uh, uh, two solid defense and and Nebraska trying to get bowl eligible themselves, yeah. right? So yeah. um a lot of uh, a lot yeah, of so the I, I incentive made there. Nebraska too. That's yeah. what I thought was a deep like mm. Vinny said, uh, yeah. you know, they're trying to get bowl eligible and they've shown improvements. Yeah, they have. Of course, I think Matt rules absolutely. I think and I think that the fan base, which is we know yeah. <laughs> of course is very All passionate. Too well, yeah. <laughs> um they're pleased with uh, what uh what he's done so far. And uh, uh you know what? I I could see where there's gonna be continued support here. Uh, for the Huskers right up until kickoff. Yeah, Nebraska, 
has lost three straight one-score games after getting to win number five. Yeah. So they've been on the cusp of getting that yeah. bowl eligibility sixth win uh, for the better portion of a month here. Uh, again, Iowa found a way last week, even though uh, that uh, that block PAT was important to some in the studio last week uh, at 15-13 uh, final over Illinois. Even though the lights were dimmed, yeah. I, there was some very expressive silhouettes <laughs> that we could see from the counter. Yes. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a pretty brutal one, uh, especially if he got that two and a half last week on Iowa. All right, keeping it on Black Friday, TCU in Oklahoma. This is a noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific kick, eleven a.m. there in Norman, one twenty-three and one twenty-four on your card. Chris, you opened Oklahoma eleven. Yeah. Down to 10, TCU needs a game for bowl eligibility. Oklahoma, there is still a path to the Big 12 title game for the Sooners. Right. They need would need a pretty significant upset by BYU over Oklahoma State in order to make that happen. BYU, by the way, almost pulled the 25-and-a-half-point right. upset last week against Oklahoma, and quite frankly, probably should have. They were it, the deserving team. Yeah, but, uh, but Oklahoma found a way, got to win nine, I, this is an interesting one because the betters did take this down from yeah. 11 to 10 with the Horn Frogs. I kind of like the favorite here. I made it a little bit higher, and I think Oklahoma is going to be extremely focused here that they, you know, in their mind, they have a shot to get to the Big 12 championship. They just faced Oklahoma last week, like you said, and had a tough time beating, uh, I mean, faced BYU last week, had a tough time uh, winning that game. They got to believe that BYU is going to show up this week where they can win or not. I think they go into this game believing that they have a shot. And, uh, you know, TCU, yeah, they're going to make bowl eligibility. You know, they might make bowl eligibility. But uh, talk about a downfall from last year. Uh, you know, we've talked about it a couple times on this show, just what an aberration when we look back at the history of TCU football that they were in the championship game after, you know, some very good seasons. I forget they won a Rose Bowl a decade yep. ago mm -hmm. or whenever it was. You know, but a lot of mediocrity since then. But, uh you know, I, I, I kind of like the favorite here. They took the dog off me. So, um, again, if I go in needing the favorite, I'm okay with it. Um, understandable. I guess Gabriel is, is, is questionable, right, for uh, yeah, suffered a, suffered concussion. an injury in that game last week, the, uh, the head injury. And, yeah. Right. Uh, his backup did not look the part of no. an Oklahoma quarterback no, last week. Did not, and a uh, little little out of sync. Um, but, again, TCU's got some, some uh, woes themselves, particularly at the wide receiver. Uh, position so uh, you know ten here. I, I, I think I think we're going to see uh, you know it went up to eleven right, Chris, and then uh, it came back down a little bit. So I mean, I overall, open eleven. Yep, yep open oh, eleven down oh, to ten. So, so over, you know, down to uh, you know, I think I think there'll be two way uh, two way action here uh, once we get uh, closer to. And if not, look, if you got Oklahoma going for you, right? That's uh, there's worse things. I've been in worse spots. Let's uh, go to. Uh, Mizzou at Arkansas, the uh, fictitious uh, battle line rivalry, as they call it in those parts. Not, I'm not a fan of this one, Chris. Why, why do you say no, that? No, it's, it's not a real rivalry. It, it just isn't. It's more rivalry in basketball because Mike yeah. Anderson left Missouri to go to Arkansas, and that bl bloated that into yeah, a better okay. rivalry than it's been on the football field so far over the past decade. Uh, a little surprising news out of Fayetteville that Sam Pittman's going to stay. Uh, the uh, the uh, yeah. Hunter Juracek, uh said we're keeping our guy there next year, which shocked I, me. I personally think it's the right decision. 
Uh, I think he lost a lot of close games this year. I expect a lot more out of Arkansas in the win column this year. I thought they played fairly well. They just lost a couple games. I think he deserved another shot. I think that sometimes a little too quick to pull the trigger on these guys. And I, you know, good for him. I'm glad he's back. Uh, I got to tell you, I kind of like Arkansas in this game. So, I think the number's gotten a little too high. Yeah. So this has been a mover here, Chris. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. They laid me seven. They're laying seven and a half. You know, yeah, eight and a half now on. Yeah. This I, I skipped the eight. I went straight to eight and a half. Yeah. That's where the market is right now. There's even some nine in the market now yeah. on this one as well on Mizzou. Uh, Significant game for Mizzou. If they win this game, they are almost assuredly going to a New Year's Six Bowl, whether it be Atlanta, Dallas, or Phoenix uh, in in January or late December. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm kind of with you that we're starting to get the number bloated here. I'm just curious to see what effort we're getting out of Arkansas here. I don't know how Pittman coming back plays. Is Did the team give up on him this year and they no-show? Or are they happy that their guy is going to be back and they come up with a big effort here. No bowl eligibility on the line for Arkansas. They've already, the best they can do is five wins here this year. Your Jeff, when the game's over, we'll say, I knew it. They played yeah. hard for Pittman. Or I knew it. They wouldn't. Uh, yeah, they they were, were, I knew it. Mizzou won by 35. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It's hard to play psychology in these in these kind of games. But I, I don't know. I, like I said, I kind of let the numbers speak for themselves. And I think this number's gone a little too high. I think there's going to be buyback on this game. To Chris's point, uh, I think they, I think the players like Pittman. I mean, when you watch our Arkansas play every week, uh, they come out spirited. There's, there's no uh, tanking or whatever you want to call it at, at all. So I, I think they play for the guy. And uh, now that puts him on the, he, he's the early uh, on the hot seat uh, guy for next year already. <laughs> well, of, I mean, bad, course, bad, but, bad start. They're pretty, know, he's probably so, out mid season. So, uh, but I have a question, Jeff. What, what? What would be, in your opinion, what would you rather see as a rivalry game for them? Wow. Now that, now that the... <laughs> I mean, with here, all the realignment here, here, coming, here's, here's moving the, that, forward. That's the problem, right? right? Because, of course, so, forever the rivalry was Mizzou and Kansas. Kansas, oh, yeah. right. And, yeah. and that was one of the best rivalries okay. in all college sports. Yeah. Let's go back 100-something years. Sports. Maybe even yeah, rivalries. Yeah, yeah, I was, was going to say. John Brown, how that was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say there were firearms involved. Yeah, yeah but... Uh, but no, I mean, look, it, they they really they really because I was in college when the move to the SEC happened. That was my sophomore year in college, so they really pushed that Arkansas mm -hmm. thing. And I thought it was all right, eh, whatever. It is yeah. what it is geographically. The states touch. It makes sense. Um, the uh, I, right now, the rivalry to again it changes because of all this realignment and the schedule sure. changes next year. It's really Mizzou and Tennessee because of the past history with Hypo there. Hypo was wow. Mizzou's OC. He uh, made a pretty significant effort to run it up on Mizzou last year, and then we saw what happened two weeks ago. Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, so that that would be the uh, that would be at least if I had a choice, it would be Tennessee in okay. football, and then for basketball. I mean, Mizzou and Kansas play every year in basketball again now, so that's mm -hmm. back, and they that's play good. Illinois every year. Yeah, yeah I was going to say the Illinois games, yeah, yeah, right? which yeah, is a yeah. lot of fun in St. Louis. All right, yep. I want to get one last one before we get Jimmy on here, uh, because this one is the winner. of This game is going to play in the Mountain West title game. One way, it, unless if there's really some chaos here, Air Force and, and Boise State. I, boy, this has been a ridiculously down year for Boise State. They're six and five. They fired Avalos three weeks mm -hmm. ago, and here they are at home against Air Force as over a touchdown favorite now in this game, with a chance to get back to the Mountain West title game, even in arguably the worst year that program has had in over a decade. Chris, you know. I, I'm scratching my head at Air Force. I don't know yeah. what the hell happened. I know they had six turnovers versus Army. 
Okay. So that one I can kind of excuse. Then they go out and lose again the next week. You yeah. know what I mean? It's by two touchdowns to Hawaii. I, I, you know, I mean, yeah, to Hawaii. I, I just, it's so hard to figure. I mean, again, I try to let the numbers speak for themselves. I guess, you know, my there's a lot of recency bias that I think I use a lot in college football. I, I avoid it in the NFL. But my numbers come to nine on this Woo. game. So they laid me six and a half. I went straight through the seven and went to seven and a half. Now, it's not. I'm not above market. I'm at the high end of the market. There's seven and seven and a half, but I like the favorite. But I mean, they laid me the six and a half, and I just I I went uh, you know full throttle going to seven and a half here. But I, I don't know what to do. I think teams went to school on the uh, uh, on the Army game for sure. And then look at when you look at what's happened. Look at UNLV last week. They were forced Air Force to play up tempo. They they they, they didn't want to do that. Oh, that was a wild. I game mean, last and you week. know what? They had a big. They had a, a double digit lead in that yeah. game against uh, UNLV. And again, we'll get to UNLV later. But uh, uh, the reality is that uh, they've. Teams have forced Air Force out of their comfort zone. When they, when they were undefeated, they were dictating the pace of games. They've not done that <coughs> since uh, since the Army game. And and even though the Army game was a pace that they won, right? It, it, it looks, uh, I mean, you turn the ball but, over. But if you turn times, it over yeah, that way, it's, it. you know, so uh, it, you know, teams have, uh, have really forced them to get out of their comfort zone. Yeah, were they, they eight? No. They were undefeated. Yeah, they, yeah they, I mean, they, they, they were, were, I had them on the board as a potential national champion. Yeah, I mean, 1,001, but still, I, mean, they I had were, them they on were, there. They were 8-0. They were 8-0, and it looked like, all right, you know what? They get to the finish line as a 12-1 yeah. Mountain West champion. Yeah. They're going to have a legitimate argument to be the, the non-Power 5 team that gets Absolutely. into one of these New Year's Six Bowls. Now, mm -hmm. that race is essentially if Tulane gets to the finish line at 12-1, yeah. they're going to probably Atlanta uh, this year in the Peach Bowl. But I, the collapse by Air Force has been jarring because that was a team, like you said, you had them on the board to win the national title. Yeah. They obviously were never going to win it, but uh, you had them on the board because they could have got that. I, I had them at a thousand to one. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, you know, I guess stranger things have happened. Ask uh, Leicester City and over at the, across the uh, pond yeah, there. Yeah. So you know, but uh, you know, let's uh, take a quick break. When we get back. The American treasure himself, Jimmy Vaccaro, <laughs> in studio with us. Get Jimmy and more when we get back. Sports by the book here at the South Point Studio. If you're celebrating a special occasion or just love fine dining, you're in the right place. Come experience the crown jewel of South Point restaurants, Michael's Gourmet Room. Welcome. With over 600 different types of wines and magnificent dishes prepared tableside, you'll revel in the rich classic Vegas decor and the best black tie service in the world. This intimate gourmet room has earned accolades galore. Come to Michael's Gourmet Room for an unforgettable dining experience. Another famous restaurant is the Silverado Steakhouse, where you'll find the charm and service that discerning patrons require. From top quality steaks and chops to fresh seafood and desserts, you'll love the award-winning wine list and menu at Silverado Steakhouse. Steak lovers have even more options with primarily prime rib. Catering to hearty appetites, the menu features a variety of flavorful prime rib cuts, dry aged to ensure tenderness, and then seasoned and slowly roasted. Although prime rib is our specialty, it's not the only thing on the menu. There's something for everyone. And if you're craving a taste of Italy, come experience delicious Italian cuisine and the attentive service at Don Vito's. 
Our culinary team starts with the freshest ingredients and transforms them into traditional favorites. And don't forget Italian desserts. Don Vito's, savor the taste of Italy. Finally, if sushi is more your style, join us at the popular Zenshin Asian restaurant and sushi bar, where we're serving up the freshest sashimi, nigiri, and sushi rolls. And beyond the sushi, an exciting contemporary Asian cuisine menu. Plus a variety of specialty drinks, Japanese and domestic beer, wine, and sake. Balance your hunger with Zenshin. Welcome back in. Sports by the Book is the show. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. Chris Andrews, Vinny Maliulo, and a, a hooded. That's right. With the, uh, with the hoodie up, mm -hmm. our guy, Jimmy Vaccaro, alongside. Well, you know, I get a piece of what we sell. Okay. Oh. Hey, yeah, Deion Sanders called. He wants right. his hoodie yeah. back. That's right. I keep throwing it out there. You know, Wait a out. second. Hey, let's, let's clarify something. Okay. We could sell a ton of those. Michael Gaughan refuses to. Yeah. He says those are for Jimmy Vaccaro only. That's right. Can't get them. Period. Period. Let me run this by you guys. We'll switch Please. gears. And it's only twenty-seven seventy-five to get the T-shirt. So that's all. We're done with that. You know what? What it is? I was walking around and I was talking to about four or five people and and looking at the schedule and looking where we are and obviously the show and everything. And everybody's tuned in, whatever. This is getting like a mini March Madness. These four days. You know, we can go way back, Chris and Vinny, and you're a little too young, seriously. Well, we might have had two games on, on uh, Thanksgiving Day, maybe the, like the one college game. Mm -hmm. Then you go till Sunday, you wait for the NFL to come up again. But what we're finding out, and actually I went over the front desk too, uh, now the people are starting to check in. They got through all the like the whatever they do. But, that, you know, when you see these things, you know that you were a part of this thing you know, 30, 35 years ago. And there's a lot to do and a lot more to obviously knock down. But, like, I'm amazed of the growth I have seen in these four days, what it was and what it is and where it's going. Yeah, you're right. This is amazing. And we had a couple games on Friday. There'd usually be, like, a couple. And then, you know, then people start realizing, wait a second, people aren't doing anything on Friday. Why don't we show a bunch of these games on TV? And uh, here they go. And now it's uh, – Friday is just a huge day. What, really, Friday, one of my favorite days of the year. Sure. Thursday's a little hectic. You've got the family and you're cooking and you know, all that other kind of stuff. But Friday is really uh, quite a fun day. And Saturday, there's so many games oh. and so many great games, it's hard to kind of concentrate. So right. Friday is really one of my favorite mm -hmm. days. We had the two we had two games, two NFL games on, on Thursday. And we had, was it Texas A&M in Texas? Yeah, a lot of times. Uh, yeah. was, the, was the primetime game. And then you had... The Great Alaska Shootout, yeah, oh. uh, in 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 college troops uh, at night, of course. So, um, but here we are, and when you look at the schedule, that's why this has become the busiest weekend, sports betting weekend of the fall of the fall season. Right. And you look at these basketball games playing in these tournaments; it's <clears> like the first four days of March Madness, right there. I mean, oh. everybody wants to be in it now yeah because obviously the coverage that uh, that mm -hmm. that goes you know secondhand with it so you're looking and you're looking and you say geez you know and then what you can really tell people out there well obviously people like us because we're in this racket is like people want to talk about it and they want to and they actually start asking not a thousands of them like jimmy you know uh can we get a room for march now well mm -hmm. i said i think it's I, we have about 60 days chris you can't pass 
something like that. Yeah, I think you had to make your reservations last March. <laughs> I'd have to. <laughs> sir, I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. You, but Jimmy, refresh my memory. 1972, I want to say, the Nebraska Oklahoma play on Thanksgiving when the Johnny Rogers, Rogers. returned the punt and Jack Mildred was a quarterback for Oklahoma. I, I want to say 72, and I think they played on Thanksgiving. I'm I'm betting on that one with you. I think that's exactly what happened. And that that you got to remember, like there are situations like that where it's like, wow, we got to. I'm talking about the people who you know the networks, whatever says. Can you believe the response we got with Nebraska yeah. and Oklahoma? Can you believe that like we don't have this on nationwide TV? It's like some sections have it, some sections are blacked out or whatever. No, even those guys who obviously. It really wasn't them. It was the teams playing. It was the people obviously behind it. And, you know, just snuck up on us. If you go to 1962 on that game, there'd have been the same 15,000 there like all yeah. of us are. Was that Thanksgiving Day, Jeff? Yeah, it says November 23rd, so yeah. I'm going to say Sounds about right. But yeah. I, I'll tell you what yeah. I really, this is when I got to Cal Neva. And, you know, I, I, one of the leaders of the, the movement was Joe Paterno, who wanted to form the CFA, the College Football Association. He said, it's ridiculous. We got one game on national TV every Saturday. And that's what it, I tell guys like Jeff's age and you guys sitting back there. There was one game on mm -hmm. on Saturday. That was so it. Flabbergasting mm -hmm. now. And, and, basically and like, every game is at least sure. streamed. Now. Pretty yeah. much every yeah. game you could find. Yeah. Some, you know, yeah. Maybe on ESPN3 or something like that. I mean, I'm watching the Montana-Montana State game the other day because yeah. you know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm rooting for that. But back then we had one game, and if you were in the wrong section of the country, I remember. The, I, I think I was working at the Barbary that day. I hear, I see I Jimmy holding story. his arm. I know the we, story. I forget who was playing. Might have been Oklahoma. The I can't remember. A huge, huge game. It got preempted yeah. for San Jose yeah. and Fresno regional because it was a regional game. <laughs> trumped the national supposed national game and we had guys they were gonna riot well, we didn't have satellites we didn't have anything this is what you got on abc mm -hmm. chris Schenkel and uh bud wilkinson oh, although i think we had the b team that day yeah. whoever that was but yeah we were watching san jose and fresno that and day. it was like uh, one of those days you want to forget yeah. if you're behind the counter yeah. naturally i could hear michael gone hollering because he what the hell is going on down there and that's when you guys and me we were there yeah. and like and it was really like you're there and then all of a sudden, here comes the orchestra. They're ready. They're like, here we go, whatever. And it's not the big game. No. And it's like, what? Then yeah, we didn't know. No, <laughs> they come know. running up to the counter. You talk about a big pain in the ass. That was a big one. That was a bad one. See, because you were a producer even then. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, that that's a good I, yeah, that's 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 incredible. I, I, I'm at a loss for words because it's just like, well, just for what it is now, like, couldn't even imagine. Like, oh. if they were. There's no regional split anymore. No. Like the the closest thing for regional split for me is like, like for, for like baseball on Fox. Like that's the closest yeah. thing we get to it. Now. Well, at, at the Hall of Fame ceremony when Jimmy got there, I did the speech for my uncle Jack. I talked about my cousin Zach and I would watch on Tuesday nights WQED, the local PBS station yeah. in Pittsburgh, played a film of some obscure game. Now we got a lot of. Uh, historically black, black, black colleges and university games. we got a bunch of Ivy League games, Patriot League games, stuff like that. But they were just a regional broadcast, and I don't know how they got farmed out, to but they certainly weren't on your TV on Saturday. Nope. Right. We got to see them on Tuesday night. Wow. And then remember this also. We may show 27, 28 games on a Saturday with the college schedule with the football. Used to be, like I said, you know, we were fighting to get all all we could to watch. And yeah. that's when everybody in Las Vegas, we started buying these big dishes and put <laughs> yeah. them outside, like right. whatever. Then you'd have somebody out there turn it, 
turn it this way, you know, try to get it. And that's how we picked up some of the games. Yeah. You had someone go on the on the roof. Like uh <laughs> there were, there was there were, you had to have I know it is. Yeah. You had to have a rotor. Uh yeah. you yeah. had to have mobile and and there were parts to right where we were, the barbary so across the street with Caesar. Yeah. There 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 was uh and it probably obviously still is, but I mean thankfully we don't have to use the, the dishes what we we were in a uh in a belt, a uh what was it? A uh we used to get sunspots. It would knock sunspots out the satellites. Every, April and October. Uh, I mean, microwave belt. Like, what the yeah. f- What are you... And, and games would just, like, disappear. You'd see yeah. them just, like... And naturally, it always Who's happened at, like, the two-minute warning, uh, you know. I, we got... When I was at Cal Neve, I pushed... You know, I got. I wrote a story in my book, and it's true, that I pushed our guys, because I was following it pretty closely, to get this satellite dish before anybody. It really made our business go through the roof before anybody else did. But I had this kid come in, one of these... <laughs> Kind of technical nerds. I had to do a spectrum analysis, and you know, and he came in the next week. I had to do a. Spe- Didn't you do a spectrum analysis last week? Do I got to get a spectrum analysis every freaking week? Does his spectrum change? Please explain this. To me. I think what changed is he wanted to pad his bank account, and none of us knew what the hell was going on, so we had to like pay this. Sounded week. official. We'll give you another big switch, and these two and me, we can give you this one. There was that fighting the TVs things for a long, long time. You know, we want to see all these games. We need to see all these games, whatever. And then when the computers went down because they weren't oh technically yeah. right yet. So <laughs> the owner of the hotel, I won't even give him his name because he'll still be mad about it when we talk about it. <laughs> when I told him that the machines were down again, he couldn't believe it. He to- pulled the machines out of the wall and put them on Las Vegas Boulevard. Then when the co- people who run the computers called up, say, you know, your TVs, you know, your computers are out. He says, yes, they're out. He says, you know, we we need TV, we need comps on the weekend, whatever. And and the, and the guy said, you know, where are your guys at? He said, well, it's Saturday and nobody works on Saturday. You know, Saturday and Sunday. Our people Saturday were off Saturday and Sunday. And Sunday. That's how that, crazy that was. Yeah. 1986. Yeah. It was mandated that everybody had to be computerized, but we always kept the, the handwritten machines handy for that. That particular situation. By the way, remember, too, th- who helped us with the satellite was Gary Nellis, a gentleman by the name of Gary Nellis, whose family's uh, uh, Nellis Air Force Base is named after. Right, right. So see, we, we rolled out the carpet for you, young man. Oh, I mean, look, I, I, I was at least technolog- from a technological perspective, I was born for the right era. Now, other yeah. things, who knows? But yeah. at least for, for technologically speaking, it just it, it's it's mind blowing hearing. These I tell stories, people that, and they, and they think you're lying. But like, no, I, 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 mean, I know you guys aren't. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, know you this was are, the way it was back yeah, then. That's you know. crazy. And now, I, I mean, forget the college football games. I mean, just look in the studio. We have we have seven different college basketball games going right now. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Yeah. 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 Crazy. All right, kid. Jimmy, thank you as always. See you guys later. Thank you, my friend. Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, Jimmy Vaccaro, everybody. American treasure himself. Look at him go. There he he goes. You still got that quick first step, Jeff. (laughs) Don't let him fool you. Quick feet. Mickey Mickey Rivers. Remember Mick the Quick? Jimmy. Much quicker. (laughs) Much quicker. Number 17. Is that right? Oh, wow. Mickey Rivers? He wears 17? 17? Isn't that the guy who used to throw and go like this? I know... That, oh, he'd throw and then he'd give you this. Red Sox fans, you know what Red Sox fans are, 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 remember, are, really hate? If they hate Bucky Dent, they'll hate Mickey Rivers. That was Mickey Rivers' bat that he hit the oh. the home run in 78 with. Is that right? He hit his bat uh, 
cracked. Oof. And that was Mickey Rivers' bat. He said, yeah, take this one. That's a true Oof. story in Fenway. Yeah, Mickey Sorry. Rivers did wear number seventeen. I don't know. Jeffrey, I don't know how I pulled that one out of yeah. left field, but there, a, there we go. Good. That's a good pull. Yeah. All right, anybody my age, I'll give you another my, one of my favorite seventeens growing up. Sam Haverlack. Yeah, you got me there. All-purpose guy for the Baltimore Colts when Johnny and I was in. The Bucknell <laughs> University. I see. I, look, a big week for Bucknell. We mentioned. Big, yeah, we mentioned I Bucknell wore my Bucknell at least three times. Already. You know, I can wear yeah, Clark, wore, Carroll College. My, Carroll College. Helena, Missouri. <laughs> Helena, Montana. That's my daughter. Lives right around the corner. Let's uh, let's go back to Friday here, guys. Uh, Texas, Texas Tech. I don't want to talk about this game for long, but Texas is one of these eight teams that has a legitimate path to make the college football playoff, and here they are. Uh, a break for Texas in the fact that Texas Tech has really nothing to play for here in this game. They got win six last week. They're bowl yeah. eligible. Uh, this open 14 got down to 13 and is now back to 14 with the horns laying it at home. Yeah. My kind of like the favorite in this one too. Yeah. You know I mean? seems like I'm eating a lot of chalk this week, but I kind of like the favorite here. I just think that I think they're just clearly the better team and have a lot to play for. Certainly. Even though it came down, they're gonna they're gonna bet Texas in this game. This is uh, it's gonna be a game where we're gonna need the dog, right, Chris? I mean, yeah, I think we will. yeah, yeah, yeah. Once the public gets to work on it, yeah. Multi uh, multi uh, tiered bets, teasers, parlays, no question. It's an it's an interesting spot for Texas too. Where all right, you get the in state quote unquote rival, not really a rivalry though with them in Texas Tech. Last time Texas Tech will see Texas. Of course, Texas goes right. to the yeah. SEC, SEC next year. But Texas is in a scenario where they need style points in these two games, the way it's going right mm -hmm. now, where they're probably going to get Oklahoma State next week in the Big 12 title game, which is the worst possible opponent they could have drawn for helping themselves out of, hey, we beat a, a high-quality right. team in the Big 12 title game, or we beat Oklahoma after they beat us on a fluky last drive yeah. of the game. They needed a rematch with Oklahoma, correct. or at least maybe K-State has had a pretty he, good year. You yeah, know? I, I, To me, Kansas State was the second-best team in that league yeah, this I year. They so. just they, they lost to Missouri on a field goal at the Horn from 61 yards. They lost in overtime to Texas. And then that what-the-heck-happened game in Stillwater, which is why <laughs> Oklahoma State is probably going to be yeah. the opponent for Texas next week in Arlington. All right, let's go to the Civil War. Final time this one's going to happen up in – the state of Oregon, the Ducks and the Beavers, Oregon with everything to play for here. And mm -hmm. they're 10 and 1. They're at home at Odson and Eugene. Chris, you opened at 14, 13 and went, then back to 13 and a half, total 62 and a half. Beavers really missed a great opportunity to knock Washington yeah, off a week yeah. ago. I think a lot of people thought they would, too. And just in the end, the difference in the game was that bad snap for the yeah, safety oh. mm -hmm. uh, in a two-point win for the Huskies in Corvallis. Uh, it's the final time they get Oregon. I get that. But the way the Ducks are going, it's it just very hard to see Oregon State staying in this game unless if Oregon comes out flat. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. I really I don't. don't. Either. I got that. My numbers come a little bit higher, but I, it's one of those games I just have a feeling on. You know that I think Oregon State is going to be really tough in this game. I think the back door might be open. That's not often the case in college football. You right. know, usually a team like Oregon can really close you out pretty quick. But I think Oregon State plays them really tough. I don't have an opinion in this game one way or another. I got to tell you, I, I you know I know Penn State's on pretty much at the same time. I can't wait to watch this game. This game should be a really, really good game, and it should be a lot of fun to watch. 
This Ducks team is on an absolute mission. I, I give them credit for losing a, a tough game against Washington coin at flip, the end. Coin flip game. Oh, and, and, yeah, and, yeah. You know, some. I'm sure that I think the coach and staff would, uh, head coach, uh, would 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 do some things differently, but maybe not. I don't know. Uh, I'm not speaking for him, but I do know this that. Uh, you know, this is they're going to get everything from Oregon State here. They they've got to be a bit down after last week, but they can't. You know, they can't afford to be. Um, but I, I tell you what, the fact that this game is in Eugene, uh, this is this is huge, and this this is a team that is is on an absolute mission. It wouldn't shock me if this uh, not only gets back to the opener, but perhaps goes through it. I I. I'm looking at my ratings right now. I have them the second best team in the country. Who's number one? Georgia. Back to Georgia. Back yeah. to Georgia. I mean, they've shown yeah. the. I think their true colors have come out. You know, there's a pretty good chance if, if Michigan beats Ohio State tomorrow, which I kind of like Michigan in the game. If Michigan beats Ohio State tomorrow, Oregon Oregon wins this game and it goes on and beats Washington. Pretty good chance we get Georgia and Oregon in that first round of the playoff game, a two-three. I got to tell you. Oof. Man, would I love to see that game. Yeah, I, mean, I would love game. to see that. I would be an incredible game. It would be interesting to see. We'll get to Florida State later, how the committee Yeah, we got a long way to go. Yeah, if yeah. Florida State goes 13-0, and I think the committee just might say, you know what, you're in, but you're getting Georgia in the first game. Prove <laughs> us wrong. Uh, and giving the advantage to a one loss, whether it be Texas or Oregon in that spot, I would hope Oregon would get in over Texas even with the win over Alabama earlier that, in the That year. was a long time ago, and I, I think right now, Bama is certainly the superior team to Texas. And I think Oregon's superior to both of them. So I do, uh, too. Like I said, I got them one point behind uh, Georgia. How about this one? Uh, the good old writing game here, Chris, with yeah. a different number, 185, 186. That's a big game. And it's a, the winner of this game is in, this, in the uh, American Championship game. Yeah. Uh, Tulane and UTSA. Uh, UTSA got off to a really <laughs> bad start at the beginning of the year. That coincided with Frank Harris getting hurt. Harris has come back, and the Roadrunners have now lost in their first year in conference play in the American. Tulane, just very consistent. What a consistent football team. Their only loss this year was with the backup quarterback against Ole Miss. And here we are, 7-0 in conference against 7-0 in conference. Uh, Green Wave 3.5 at home after you opened at 3. Great two-way action on this game, and I can see why. And Texas San Antonio, I think we, we kind of forgot about them when they lost a couple games early on. But I had them pegged as being really good this year. And they had injuries. Like I said, kind of put them on the back burner a little bit. But here they are, back to the front burner. This is a really good team. But so is Tulane. That, that program's actually been pretty good the last couple of years. And here they are playing for uh, you know a conference championship, a chance really to go to a, a New Year's Day bowl game. Uh, but I tell you what, I'm I'm really looking forward to this game too, and I'm glad this is on national TV. This should be a really good game. Probably going to be a toggle, right? I mean, if, yeah, if you look I would at imagine. laying three yeah. and taking three and a half, so overall two way action. But uh, you know, it's 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 that close, and this will be this will be a really good game. Nice and nice, right in the middle of the day too. Mm. Beautiful. Pretty amazing that uh, the American found a way to have three undefeated teams going to the last week with uh, somehow only them playing each other mm -hmm. once combined. Yeah. Uh, SMU's a huge favorite against Navy, so yeah. I'm okay with putting that check mark next to the Mustangs. By the way, I'm, uh, my, my friend to the right of me here already told me to look out for SMU next year. Keeping on that team in that conference. Yeah. Well, remember, lots SMU, of money. Remember, lots SMU of recruiting. next year. 
Next year, SMU going to the ACC next year. Remember Football. that? Is that right? Yeah, remember that. That's they're, okay. They keep track. They're, 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 they're in with Stanford. They're in with Stanford and Cal in the oh, ACC. Yes, oh, the yeah. old ACC rivalry. Which, by the way, I can't wait for Clemson to go to Cal for a lot of reasons. That will be very funny for a lot of reasons. Uh, Why do you say that? Oh, Dabo in, in Berkeley. Come on now. <laughs> They'll love it. They'll love them up there. <laughs> Quick story. My daughter was looking to, to you know, she w w wanted to get a master's or a doctorate. We went to, uh, we went to California. Uh -huh. She wanted to look at, and they didn't, well, they didn't quite have the program that she wanted. So we're going out and they're recruiting and all that other stuff. And I go there, uh, the University of California Republican Club. <laughs> and I, there's two guys sitting there. I says, there's two of you? He goes, oh, oh, there's more than that. You'd be surprised. Says, You're right. I'm surprised there's even two, but okay, that's cool. <laughs> Tell the two guys are at lunch. <laughs> uh, let's go to Saturday, guys. Uh, all right. You know what? It's, it's early enough in the rotation number, so we can go to a, the game. Ohio State, Michigan. Winner of this one is – sorry, Iowa. The winner of this one is going to the college football playoff. <laughs> Uh, and they're going to be gigantic favorites next week against the Hawkeyes in Indianapolis, regardless of who wins this one. Chris, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little surprised the betters have taken it the way they have here, where you, they opened, you opened four. Yeah. They bet Ohio State down to three. Now yeah. they've come back a little bit to Michigan, yeah. Michigan at three and a half. 46, the total hasn't moved. I, I, I know Harbaugh is not there. The Wolverines are just a better full football team in this one. I'm a little surprised the betters yeah. have taken Ohio State in this game. Well, I made it four, so it's not that I'm that you know surprised. I'm a little surprised. But I got to say something. You know, my good friend Vinny, he's from Brooklyn. I know Vinny knows a guy who knows a guy. <laughs> Vinny, what can we do to get this game at night? You know what our handle would be if this was the, the 4.30 or 5 o'clock game? Have everybody drink Chianti instead of whiskey and beer. <laughs> Did you hear that, everybody? Very simple. Order your Just saying. I'll get you a good price. You I got gotta a know somebody, couple of trucks. Baby, couple you? of trucks. I, like you know, I got a couple of guys that will drive the truck. I'm telling you, it's that. How about Tom, Tom Blazik, our good <laughs> sportsbook manager here, uh, under under Chris at the South Point, right? He he knows he's from Colorado. He, from Columbus, right, right, yeah, right now, right outside, yeah. And he's we we ask him, and every year we ask because we just have to. It's like, what, what's this thing? Too much drinking, too much drinking. It's to, it's to yeah. keep it's to keep the you know well, that's why relative Texas and peace. Oklahoma play it. Meanwhile, yeah, it's, yeah. that I knew, but yeah. because the but here's State the thing. Meanwhile, game. like yeah. nobody nobody's partying right now, yeah. right? Nobody's getting ready for the game right now. It's just an earlier tailgate. Yeah, yeah. They just start tailgating. At I'm five just saying the night before, right now, right? Oh, yeah, but but anyway, I mean, our handles through the roof on this. Oh, yeah. This game was five o'clock. Forget all. It'd be the biggest game of the year easily. Might be the biggest game of the year anyway. Chris's point is, is is so important because bet betters do adjust, right? Bet betters don't. When they, when they find out the time of the game. Now, that said, you would still like to have it going at a later time uh, simply because of what happened during the course of the day. And then you sure. can you know, you know can maneuver as a, as a bookmaker accordingly, but then as a better too, depending on how your day went. So, uh, but yeah, this uh, this one here, I, and I, again, open four, I could see them taking it, but now it's come back and forth between three and three and a half. I think the key is the way – if you look at the way Ohio State has started a lot of games this year, I'm not so sure they can start the way they started, say, against Rutgers 
Right, Jeff? No, nah, they'll be down. They'll, the, they'll the, be down the, three the, scores. The way they do started against, yeah. uh, you know, some some school, a, a, a good portion of their games this year, they're not going to be able to get away with that uh, in, in this one. And again, you talk. We, we I mentioned earlier about, you know, uh, teams uh, that that are on a mission, and um, I've got to tell you, Oregon, I think, is on a mission. I think this Michigan team is also on a mission because of. Of what's happened with uh, with Coach Harbaugh. Well, they have been motivated perfectly. The the yeah. motivation strategies that have been employed yeah. by that coaching staff have been perfect. Yeah, they get it. And yeah. and you brought up something with Ohio State there, and you've mentioned this, Chris. Home field advantage isn't just what they are at home; right. it's what they are away from. Yeah, home. right. And Ohio State has been as good as anyone in the country at home this year. No question. And they have not. I know they haven't lost, and I know yeah. they won the big game in South Bend. But watching that team play at Ohio Stadium versus not at Ohio Stadium, they look like number one in the country to me at home. They look like maybe barely a top 10 team on the road, even though they've gotten away with it. Yeah, they have. But Michigan really hasn't been that greatly tested this year well, Michigan's either. played one team this year. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they have not been that great. You know, I think, uh, I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't love either side. I made the game four. So, I mean, to me, it's not a play. But one more thing that I would say. Yeah. Like, it, when they, they kick off, the world stops. You know, our yeah. world. I mean, yeah. there's probably other Good worlds point. out there. Yeah. But in our world, the world stops. Everybody's watching this game. game. This is the game. There's some other good games at 9 o'clock in the morning, some nice rivalry games. You know, Louisville and Kentucky. I forget who else is going early. You know, but we got good early games. But, I mean, like I said, the world stops when these two start playing. Yeah, a and M and LSU where yeah. – J- uh, Jaden Daniels is going to be trying to get get himself fully in the Heisman race still. Yeah, which he should be. I, you know, I, this, if, I if I had a vote, I would vote for him right now if we're going for the best player in college football. Even though I think Bo Nix is going to be the one who ends up winning. This is a game that'll rival some NFL games. Like when you compare oh, the, yeah. the right on the handle on this game to let's say again well, I to mean, Tampa Bay and 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 Indianapolis. I mean, no knock on. No, I'm just saying this is how much interest Chris brought up a, a, a terrific point about it. the interest in. In this game and what people, what, you know, uh, how people bet it and tie it in, that's that that, sh- that tells you an awful lot. Let's uh, let's keep it rolling here. Georgia and Georgia Tech. And just real quick on this game here, guys. Uh, the Yellow Jackets obviously well overmatched in this game. No, uh, Georgia. I, this is this is. Uh, I don't even think they need the style points in this one. Just handle your business, get it done. Twenty four sixty. The betters haven't touched it, Chris. I, I, yeah, I'd like to chart any big bets before the before we do the show. I got nothing on this game. Yeah, you know, it's one of those. I don't know. Like you said, do they need style points? No. Do they need motivation? No. I mean, they're certainly far superior to Georgia Tech, but they have to be thinking about Alabama. Oh here, yeah, don't they? I mean, absolutely. That's going to be the. I mean, if they win by if they win ten to seven, it's going to be meaningless. They got to go out and beat Bama next week. Right. That's going to be the the season for them. Well, they well, probably could accident, accidentally beat Georgia Tech twenty-seven nothing if they want to anyway. Yeah, so, easily. Yeah, easily. It, the the key, well, with all of these games, especially with the contenders, right? You want to come out of this game healthy. Oh, you don't want yeah, to have yeah, a situation like well, unfortunate yes. situation at FSU because because Georgia's finally healthy now, right? Let's let's face it. So, uh, which is scary to uh, to the rest of the country. All right, I think that was more than enough time on that one. <laughs> you mentioned Louisville hosting Kentucky. I do want to touch that because Louisville. Yeah. Louisville's technically alive in a playoff sure. spot. I yeah. mean, 
get some really wacky stuff over the next two weeks and move still make a New Year's Bowl. Oh, I mean, sure. I mean, if they win this game, they're going to go. If Florida State goes to the college football playoff, Louisville will get that auto bid to the Orange Bowl. Uh, But Chris, uh, Kentucky's been a little bit of a disappointment over the last month plus. uh, Losing last week in Columbia, South Carolina to the Gamecocks. Uh, Seven to seven and a half on this one on Louisville. uh, Fifty and a half the total. I'm with the betters on this one. I kind of like the favorite. I think uh, I think Louisville is one of those teams. They had a new coach this year, and I think he's a really good coach, and I think they've just gotten better and better and better as the year's gone on. And Kentucky, uh, I expected big things out of them, and they were good in the early part of the year, but they've kind of faltered over the last couple of weeks. And like I say, I, I use recency a lot in college football. Um, and right now, I, I, do, I like the favorite in this one, so I'm kind of with the betters on this one. Typically, this is a field goal game when it's in the first part of the season, right? I mean, Kentucky has not recovered since the thrashing they took between the hedges and Athens. And I got to tell you, this this Louisville team, they love to get up and down, up and down the field. They do it. Um, They showed what they could do last week. There's... They're never out of a, a, a game, right? Even if it's a, a well, I should say, with you know, if it's a if it's a two score game, uh, and and they're on the short end of it, they're they're very much alive, just the way they they play. So, um, Florida State's gonna, you know, gonna really have to make some adjustments uh, given uh, the injury they've got there. But this is this is a game here where I think we're gonna continue to see support for Louisville. Well, let's go to Florida State. Florida State's in Gainesville. The Gators need the game. They're five and six. They had a shot to upset Missouri last week. Mm-hmm. Couldn't pull it off. A fourth and 17 conversion key into losing that game for the Gators. We know what's going on with Florida State. Jordan Travis's college career is over with that gruesome leg injury he suffered that last was bad. week. Horrible, horrible looking injury. Tate Rotemaker gets the start for the Seminoles here. Chris, betters haven't moved this. They've only moved the total from 50 to 49. Noel six and a half in Gainesville against the Gators. You know, you texted me that night, like, what's the difference between the two? I said, well, let's watch the game and see what happens. I, I like what I saw out of this kid. You figured he had to be a pretty highly recruited oh, yeah. guy. He's got great, you know, you look at the physical abilities of this kid. He looks terrific. Uh, but <laughs> I think he's thrown like about 10 passes all year, something like that. This is a whole different ball game. I lowered him five points in my power ratings uh, because of the injury. Uh, I don't know what to expect out of this game. I, you know, even with my adjustments, my numbers came to seven. So we're talking six and a half. So I think it's right there. Um, but boy, I really want to see this. And you know what? If this kid goes out and lights up the scoreboard, then and they take care of business next week against Louisville, then I, you know, I, I don't see how you keep him out of the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think you know the the committee can't the the committee uh, is not in the in, in the power rating uh, uh, business. Clearly, um, look if this if Travis doesn't get injured, it's a double digit number here. Let's face it. So I think you start at four uh, to Chris's point, and you go north of that. It depends on on the matchup too, right? In this matchup, uh, I think it's worth more. He's gonna he's worth more. Even next week against Louisville, given Louisville's uh, ability, and even as he's going to have a game under his belt now, the, the fact that he's come in in, in ba- basically a cleanup role uh, that's far different than than facing uh, you know a, a, a game like this uh, against our in-state rivals. So, uh, but if they win this game and they beat Louisville, 
Did they deserve to go? Absolutely. It's about the body of work. They're going to go if they're thirteen and zero, even <clears throat> if it is Rotomaker, even if it's well, on but, it. Even excuse if, me for interrupting, but they they had them in in the first two the first two weeks, right? They yeah, they, they had, had them in, had in, in four. In, in they, four. Moved them, they moved so. them to five. I, I, there's no difference be, between that right now because Washington deserved to move up with winning at a top twelve team in in Oregon State a, a week ago and. You know what? If Washington loses to Oregon, they're not making the playoffs, so that doesn't matter. And if Florida State goes thirteen and zero, they're gonna True. they're gonna they're gonna put them in and Deservedly run so. the risk of of a potential beat down at the hands of Georgia. But you know what? Georgia could beat down anyone that yeah. makes this playoff. No, I, I think we have some legitimate playoff yeah. games. I mean, yeah. this week, well, uh, next week, you know, for sure. well, th- well, this week, for, I, I yeah. think the, Michigan, uh, Ohio State. I think that's a playoff game. I think sure the is. losers sure. out, in yep. my opinion. Yep. I think next week we got Oregon and Washington. That's a playoff game. Alabama, you know, Georgia. Alabama's yeah. a playoff game. The only thing I would say is if Georgia loses a close game to Bama, they might still get in. That will be. That is the circumstance where we could get some very upset people. I, um, SEC I, I, listen, that. we know the SEC holds a lot of power in that hmm. playoff committee. Chris, I want to put two games together that may not uh, catch people's eyes, but it definitely caught your eye this week. <laughs> uh, ECU and Tulsa and Florida Atlantic and Rice. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. I feel like telling all those guys, you know, Michigan and Ohio State are playing too, right? You know that. That's right on that board over there. I have so much action on these two games, you can't believe it. Now, part of it is that with Daniels, that the kid for uh, for Rice, I guess there's some questionable. He's questionable. There's a lot of guys that have an opinion. Rice was kind of my team a little bit this year. I thought that they were, you know, kind of a nice point spread darling. Uh, and East Carolina and Tulsa, I don't know, but I get, I guess, you know, we're right around that three and three and a half and four and, uh, you know, but tons and tons of business on those two. As games. we expected. As we all expect. Every week there's a game yeah. that you just go, wait, what? What is that? Is that accurate? You're putting your money on this game? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> really? so. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, let, let's go back to the Pac-12 here. Uh, Arizona mm. and Arizona State, and I want to get the Apple Cup along with the Territorial Cup here, both of these games. That's, uh, of course, uh, Washington hosting Wazoo. Arizona, actually, with an Oregon loss, Arizona, with a win over Arizona State, would get into the Pac-12 title game. We'd get Arizona and Washington, which is all, what we all expected before the year. Oh, of course. Um Arizona's 10 and a half, Chris, in this one with a total of 50. And then Washington, uh, the betters have taken Wazoo in that game, 17 down to 16 uh, on the Huskies in that one in Seattle. Well, let me give you the Arizona game first. I made that game 12. Mm-hmm. That's what I opened. That was kind of the market. I didn't really have an opinion. They took the 12, took the 11 and a half. So I moved it pretty quickly. Arizona State, or, or I'm sorry, Arizona, certainly one of those teams this year. I think. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure who's going to get any kind of awards, but you know the Arizona coach deserves, Jet Fish, yep. a, deserves, a, deserves a lot of credit mm-hmm. for what he did. He was handed a, a plate of uh, something not very pleasant, and he <laughs> turned it into something pretty good. So I think things are looking up for Arizona uh, in in the very near future. But uh, you go to the Apple Cup, you know, I don't know, Wash State, probably halfway through the year, I thought that they were a, a very good team. You know they've they've faltered a lot of it. I think has to do with depth, um, and and Washington. They had a couple bad games, but they let's kind of forgive them for those. I mean, yeah. I, I think they weren't that bad, and they wound up winning. And last week, the the whole world was against them. Uh, we had, that was actually one of the one of the really good games for us, and uh, they won. I mean, a close, close, well fought game. 
But, uh, you know, again, I have no real opinion in this game. I, I, that, that's another game I, I'm very anxious to watch. I have a kid that lives in Seattle, so I kind of root a little bit for the Huskies. But, uh, but I don't go overboard. I think it's a really good program. It's nice to see him back near the top again after a couple years of being down. You know, we were uh... – we were right on Arizona State in terms of regular season wins. We were dead wrong on Arizona. I have to, you know, I'm credit the credit that program for what they've done. And uh, uh, even though they're taking uh, the Sun Devils here, I suspect that as we get closer to kickoff, there'll be some support for Arizona, especially if the game gets to ten. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the Apple Cup, they look full marks to uh, to Washington. I mean, they're they're not maybe they're not gaining a lot of style points, but they're getting the results that they need. Yeah, I'm I'm probably not going to touch the Washington Washington State game again. Last time Wazoo, we'll see Washington for a long time as well. Yeah, uh, it's a weird like one of those. It's a weird spot for Washington because last week is like, all right, we won the big road game. Yeah. Now we come home against yes, it's an in-state rival, but a team that's been all over the map since that great start. Uh, is that the uh, is that the Pac-12 wheel of doom, Ryan? Yeah, there you go. The Pac <laughs> the Pac-12. Uh, we'll do them so far uh, this year. All right. UNLV and San Jose State. As we all expected, the winner of this right. game will go That's right. to the Mountain West title game with UNLV hosting the darn thing if they manage to win this game, Chris. Um, betters don't like the Spartans, though, in this one. Uh, two and a half on UNLV, open three, 59 and a half. Uh, Rebs favored at home in this one. Well, I made the game three, so I have no real opinion in this one. But like I said on, on this show last week, a couple of years ago, I was quoted in the paper saying Vince Lombardi couldn't win in this program, <laughs> but Barry Odom evidently can. Yeah. So, uh, boy, that's another guy got to be up in a – again, I don't know who's winning any kind of awards, but he should certainly get mentioned. This program has been so bad for so long. But they're legit pretty good. Like I said, I made the number three. I have no real opinion in this game. But, you know, for the home folks here, I know they'd like to see him win. I'm sure he's going to be a hot commodity after the season. Well, uh, people uh, are going I, to again, inquire I, about his contract here at UNLV. I but, thought uh, I thought the Arkansas job was going to be the one possibly mm-hmm. for him, and of course that's off the yeah. market now. Mississippi State's open. I don't think that makes any sense for him to leave here for that job, which is a bottom tier SEC job at this point. Yeah, uh, just that's a cycle. Probably be there for four years, get fired, and end up in a job that's similar to UNLV anyway. Yeah. Uh, and wouldn't even be his fault. It's just the nature of that job at this point. Uh, incredible, regardless. Uh, ten, 10 wins in a season for UNLV, that's usually five years' worth of mm-hmm. wins. Oh, yeah. The way that program has been over the last 15 years. All right, let's get the Iron Bowl before we swap it over uh, to the NFL here, guys. Alabama, Auburn. Uh, well, for Auburn, at least they don't see New Mexico State this week. <laughs> with New Mexico Can you State. say look ahead? Wait. Oh, I mean. Although New Mexico State's not bad. They're not awful. New Mexico awful. State's I mean, in their conference they're, championship they're, game in the season. They have one of the longest winning streaks in college football, right? That's like good. seven games, I think. They're not a bad team. Like no, so. it is right. It is wild what that what has, ha- what has transpired there. Oh, yeah. Jerry Kill, by the way. Yeah. That, that coach who's had to quit the Minnesota job because he had epilepsy. Yep. And he wasn't, it wasn't because he was a bad coach. He had health issues. Hopefully they're solved or cured or at least under control i mean yep. hate to see something like that but uh he's done one heck of a job talk about a program that uh, doesn't have much history i don't think vince lombardi could win there either but evidently jerry kill can oh i mean look i lost cruces is obviously the place to be now chris I mean, right yeah. <laughs> i mean uh but for for back to auburn though I, you know 
Alabama open 14 and a half. It's 14 now on this game. I, I actually think I would take the dog. I kind of like the dog. Yeah, I, I think I would actually take it. Yeah. I know that I know Alabama's looked awesome the last six weeks. Yeah. And Jalen Milrow has turned a corner. Yes, he and did. Absolutely. That whatever transpired with that South Florida game, whether it's whether it's something that we don't know about or he just was flat out benched in that game because he didn't play well against Texas. He's been awesome mm-hmm. since that moment. And here we are, though. But, Chris, we know with this game, stupid things happen all the time when these two teams play against each other. I just have a weird feeling that this is going to be a very difficult out for Alabama in this one. I used to do a podcast with these two guys from Alabama. One, one was a Bama fan and one was an Auburn oh, fan. Oh, I'm sure that was awesome. It was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, hilarious. Two good old Southern boys. They're pretty good guys, too. Oh, man, did they take shots at one another. Usually the Bama guy, of course, had the upper hand. But uh, I think this is going to be a tough, tough game. I'm with you, Jeff. I kind of favor the dog here, especially if we can get 14. And that's a big number in a game like this. No world's... He got benched and give him credit. He he took that and hasn't looked back. Uh, to his credit, you, you know what? Look at look at some of the other quarterbacks or, or another quarterback in, in, in a similar situation. What happened at Nebraska? I mean, it's, they're down to their third stringer, but not because the the original starter uh, is is hurt anymore. He just couldn't handle mm-hmm. the the pressure, and that's it's unfortunate for the young man. But Milrow, what he's done after getting benched. And having the fortitude and the focus. Now, here's the other thing about the only thing about Alabama and in a game like this, they can't afford. It, it's not about looking looking ahead because if they lose this game with two losses, doesn't matter what they do against Georgia, they're not going to the playoff. So, I think that that gives them the, the focus they need. This Auburn team, they just can't score either. They just they. I know this is a rivalry game here, but I, I got I have to believe that there's going to be uh, gonna, there's going to be support for Alabama uh, between now and kickoff. Well, Auburn can Auburn can score when they play Arkansas. That's oh, it. Great. That, that, that's it. Like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Hey, Alabama <laughs> almost blew that game to Arkansas. They they did, year. but but <laughs> but they didn't. They did not. That is correct, Vinny. That is correct. All right. Uh, I do want to actually bring one more college game up real quick because we mentioned it earlier. It's a big spread. It's Oklahoma State, who, if they win, they are in the Big 12 title game, Chris. Mm-hmm. And I'll just ask you this. With BYU getting 17 in this game and a 56-and-a-half, where we've talked about Oklahoma State all year of you thought we you were, you were higher on them at the beginning of the year. They come out slow. Right. You, you, you alter, and yeah. then all of a sudden they get – ridiculously hot before they came screeching back to reality in Orlando two weeks ago. It's just a very hard team to figure here this year. Yeah, uh, the mullet. Not my favorite guy all the time, but uh, Gundy's done a good job after a very hellacious start for them. You know, Jeff, I made this number 17, so it's right about the number that I made. So I have no real opinion in the game. This is going to be an interesting one to watch after the BYU game last week where they, they really had Oklahoma on the ropes. We'll see if they could uh, parlay that effort into uh, another good one this time. I mean, Oak State, that's the way they've turned things around. I mean, you got to give them, give, them, give them a lot of credit here. Um, you know, but I don't, I don't see a lot of movement here. If it goes back to the, you know, to the opening number, it'll be because of multi-leg uh, parlay. Not Somebody's going to not just come in and, and lay 17 for a big number. Be an accumulation. We're going to head over to the NFL next, but before we do that, got to mention it. 
We're on in Dom's Pizzeria in Trafford, Pennsylvania. I just wrote that down. There to remind you go. That, yeah. yep. the, the, Dom's Pizzeria, shout out. Uh, of course, I uh, should have mentioned that when Jimmy was here. Yeah, the uh, Dom himself. Yeah. I was a big fan of the yep. show. Uh, Steiner's, of course, in town here in yep. Vegas, three locations. We're on uh, in the Buffalo location today. So shout out to Steiner's and then Oasis as well uh, on here for Sports by the Book. And look, if your business, if you're interested in yeah. having us on in your business, Talk to the fella just to my right. Here. Yeah, or, or you know, Vinny, or you know, sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oasis, uh, John Gaughan's place. place. I gotta, yeah. Well, I got to tell you something. Well, great burgers and great wings. And if you're a football fan, that's pretty good. <laughs> what else do you want, for God's sake? And a uh, nice frosty. Although you got a place you're going to. Oh, I'm okay. I'm good. With you're gonna I'm be going okay to, tonight. I'm good tonight. Yeah, you're gonna be but, okay. Uh, hey, uh, those, uh, like you said, uh, some uh, a nice frosty beverage to go with those wings. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a great spot to watch the games really and, or to watch our show. Of yeah, course. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Do it all. As always. When we come back to the NFL, three for Turkey Day, one for Black Friday with barely an NFL team playing in it, <laughs> and a lot more. <laughs> There's the Christmas tree behind us here at the South Point. If you're celebrating a special occasion or just love fine dining, you're in the right place. Come experience the crown jewel of South Point restaurants, Michael's Gourmet Room. Welcome. With over 600 different types of wines and magnificent dishes prepared tableside, you'll revel in the rich classic Vegas decor and the best black tie service in the world. This intimate gourmet room has earned accolades galore. Come to Michael's Gourmet Room for an unforgettable dining experience. Another famous restaurant is the Silverado Steakhouse, where you'll find the charm and service that discerning patrons require. From top quality steaks and chops to fresh seafood and desserts, you'll love the award-winning wine list and menu at Silverado Steakhouse. Steak lovers have even more options with primarily prime rib. Catering to hearty appetites, the menu features a variety of flavorful prime rib cuts, dry aged to ensure tenderness, and then seasoned and slowly roasted. Although prime rib is our specialty, it's not the only thing on the menu. There's something for everyone. And if you're craving a taste of Italy, come experience delicious Italian cuisine and the attentive service at Don Vito's. Our culinary team starts with the freshest ingredients and transforms them into traditional favorites. And don't forget Italian desserts. Don Vito's, savor the taste of Italy. Finally, if sushi is more your style, join us at the popular Zenshin Asian restaurant and sushi bar where we're serving up the freshest sashimi, nigiri, and sushi rolls. And beyond the sushi, an exciting contemporary Asian cuisine menu, plus a variety of specialty drinks, Japanese and domestic beer, wine, and sake. Balance your hunger with Zenshin. That's the sports book here at the South Point. You see the studio in the far back. There we are here at the South Point studio. I'm Jeff Piles. Chris Andrews, sportsbook director here at the South Point. Vinny Maliula, Gone Gaming. Both of these gentlemen, sports betting Hall of Famers. We had one other Hall of Famer in here earlier, Jimmy Vaccaro. The Godfather. The Godfather, the American treasure. Uh, as you said, uh, with the hood up in his hoodie, looking uh, yeah. like uh, Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars. I don't know what that look was for. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> He, Jimmy weird. marches to his own drum. I can tell he, you that. He yeah. said it, it. He said that it helped with the lighting. 
Sure. You I, guys only knew is all I can tell right. you. Whatever, just, whatever just, it is. Just saying. I all know. right, let's uh, let's go to the NFL. Thanksgiving, Chris. We now have three games on Thanksgiving. One of them has a potential big quarterback injury that doesn't look like it's going to be the case yeah. anymore, but we'll get to that a little later. <laughs> Green Bay and Detroit starting off there. The Lions, I got to give our guy Ryan McCormick credit. We were watching the Bear-Lion game in here together on Sunday. I see him smiling. And Ryan was all head. over that the Bears are going to blow the game <laughs> even though they're up. Especially after they kicked the field goal to go up 12 in the fourth quarter. He's spot on. He knows his team perfectly. Uh, thankfully for Bears backers, the fumble found its way through the yeah. end zone and not yeah. recovered in the end zone for what would, would have been the worst beat of the NFL season yeah, yeah, so would have far been bad. this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, but uh, the Lions, Chris, the Lions have their best record since 1962 through 10 games. They're 8-2. and two. Uh, And they're eight-point favorites now. Uh, 47 the total on this one against Green Bay. Packers uh, beat the Chargers. Uh, had a lot more to do with the Chargers than I thought it had to do with Green Bay last year. I, I agree, yeah. I agree. Uh, so I'm not touching this one, but do you think this – I know it's it's seven and a half mostly in the market and your market high on eight. Yeah. I, I would not be surprised if the public comes flying in tomorrow morning and just lays it blindly with Detroit. Well, I, I kind of agree with you because yeah. my numbers came to seven and a half, but I'm trying to stay ahead of it. The early action has definitely been on uh, the Lions. By the way, that 62 team, I'm trying to go back and think. Um, I think Alex Karras had dinner at our house one night. And uh, by the way, Vinny, that's long before my uncle got indicted. So uh, Alex was still okay. when he. Uh, I, don't go. I think Alex actually got in trouble he, before he got, for, I think he bet $100 on a game and they caught him. <laughs> Big surprise, a Greek guy like that would be a friend of somebody in my family. But uh, we had dinner with my, with uh, Mr. Karras. Pretty pretty good guy. Character, wasn't he? Chris? He was a character. Yeah. Um, you know, this game here is is, is there's no question that the public is going to they're in love with the Lions this year, uh, and and understandably so. Uh, no Aaron Jones, right? I mean, he's pretty much doubtful to out. I think yes. for yeah. uh, for Green Bay. I think he's out. You know, you look at this game, and everything points. Uh, to Detroit, you know, you, they like to run the ball. They run the ball successfully. Um, I think that's going to be a steady diet tomorrow, right? I mean, because it's, it's not like the Packers defend the run particularly well. So short week definitely favors uh, favors the Lions here. And uh, I, it, I know this. The Lions are going to be in every jump. This is the jump start game. Uh, your money line for, parlay for, for every the week, every teaser. teaser okay? I mean, so just, this is the one. Yeah, it makes sense. And, and for Detroit, look, the number one seed's still in play. Schedule's pretty easy. Yeah. Sure, I know they're going to need the Eagles to start losing some games in order for that to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, a place that franchise has never been is in play here. Yeah, uh, and if you're winning games like they won last week. You know something's going your way. And they were outplayed for you know. Oh, they were outplayed for 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 fifty six minutes. I was going to say fifty five, but okay, I'll take fifty six. Yeah. You know okay. something too, though, guys. Too, look, you got you have to give Goff some credit, right, for what he overcame last. What oh, do you have? Three yeah. interceptions last yeah. week. I mean, he was dreadful until. The and end of the game. you know, for everybody that hated the trade, for staff, you know, between him and Stafford now. I have to tell you, this, uh, this he's he's done a hell of a job from the second half of last season, and look where this team is this year. Now, I'm not saying he's 
quite Matthew Stafford when Matthew Stafford is healthy. Uh, but this is a team that uh, that gets it done. They're a real together team. They're an extension of their coach, and uh, you, you have to respect the culture that uh, that's been instilled there. I don't think the Rams are sorry they made that trade, but if they had a chance no. to trade back right now, they'd do it in the heartbeat. <laughs> no, hey, look, I, that, that's one of the rare win-win trades really we're going to yeah. see. The Rams right. got their Super Bowl right away, and yeah. now the Lions may get yeah. one themselves yeah. Yeah. Uh, with, with the same guy. And Goff has been to a Super Bowl. I put three on the board that day, which nailed me for 100000 <laughs> So my good friend Zach White, who I hope he's like, and I signed this book, Zach. Even though you nailed me for a hundred thousand, you're still a good guy. He, he bet, he bet <laughs> me that exactly three, exactly three. And I'm watching that whole. They can't finish with three. Well, they did two fifty to one, wasn't it? I think it was like two fifty. He to beat one. me out of a hundred thousand. Yeah, probably was two fifty, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. He got me for a hundred, and he wasn't the only one. A couple other guys. Had. Well, Greg Zerline had a kick in that game to make mm. it thirteen six. Just wow. couldn't, could not get it through. In uh, what mm. was a dreadful Super Bowl, by the way. It really was. Uh, the, yeah. uh, uh, Julian Edelman MVP, even though uh, there was one offensive touchdown. Yeah, strange game. That was the first Super Bowl with, with that I lived out here for. Really? That Patriot Rams yeah. Super Bowl. You, you, look at, you look at those Super Bowls a little different ever since. No, I, <laughs> I, I remember. Since, don't you? Well, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go to Washington and Dallas. Oh, well. It may not be the worst loss that any team takes this year, and especially by the number it won't be. Uh, but it was pretty embarrassing the way it went down for Washington last week, where mm -hmm. they, Tommy DeVito looked like the better quarterback in that game. Hal turned it over a whole bunch. The Giants pulled that upset. Uh, and now it's basically just a march to the finish line for Ron Rivera at this point. Of uh, Yeah, might uh, be Thursday night. Yeah, for it. When, when is this going to end for him? Uh, but you're looking at 12 and a half. On this one now, Chris, you open 11 and a half Cowboys laying it uh, at home, 48 and a half the total on this one. I'm staying <laughs> off of it. I, I, I think we're getting to the point, though, there are some numbers, 13, 13 and a half, where it's automatic take on a dog. And if Dallas beats me, so be it. Well, I got to say another thing, too. You know, I know we talk about teasers probably less than we should. I know Alex, when yeah. she's on, she talks a lot about them. You know, people, I, I used to do a radio show with some guys, and they were great guys. But guys, I really don't like the favorite. I'm going to put them in a teaser. How about betting a dog? You know what? And you tease a dog here. You take a six-point teaser, get up to 18. You know, that's not a bad way to go. I mean, that's a lot of points. And, you know, an NFL football game, have you watched NFL football games? How many of them come down to the fourth quarter? So rather than taking a not very good teaser, teasing down the six or whatever you decide to do you know you might want to look at teasing up the dog i mean that's just a lot of points in a game like this and i don't know i mean as far as the sides go i don't know i think you know i, I probably thought about 12 or 13 is about the right <laughs> number but it's still hard to win by anything near that in the nfl and especially add six or seven points to that i don't know if you're gonna play seven depends on what kind of price you have to lay on the teaser they're not very good anymore at seven but um I think you might want to look to tease a dog here. That might be the way to go to get up the that big big number for you. Owl goes right uh, for uh, for Washington. Mm -hmm. um, defensive injuries, um, just you know, I, I, we just went to twelve and a half. I think right, Chris. Uh, oh, I don't know. A little, a little while ago. <laughs> yep, twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. And a half. So the the you know. The way these games get bet, it's going to be the Lions. It's going to be Dallas, and especially Dallas. Why? Because these are the kinds of games that they just 
pile on, right? I mean, they when, do. When you look they at it, they have this they year. Do, right? Yeah. So when you week. look at what what the the way the Cowboys play and the way they've been bet in these types of games, um, it's going to snowball. And what it means is it sets up. Uh, and it, and again, if the if the Niners get there, we'll get to the Niners next. If the Niners, if all three favorites get there tomorrow, it it jump starts uh, the entire weekend for the for the betting uh, the general public. All I will say about Dallas, this three-game stretch that we looked at and said, you know what, this is going to be pretty easy for them. The Giants, Carolina in this game. The next five games, get Seattle at home next week. Who knows what Geno Smith's health is. It looks like he's good for tomorrow, but who knows past that. They get the Eagles again. They're in Buffalo. They're in Miami. And they get Detroit. It is a very difficult five-game stretch that starts after this one. On Where's the Seattle game? It's in Dallas. In da- so, They've been very good after Thanksgiving, too. They kind of got that you know, routine down pat. So, so that will, that is a Thursday game where both teams are actually on real rest because mm-hmm. Seattle, of course, right. plays tomorrow. Yeah, I think the NFL did that on purpose yeah, they kind of alleviate some of that. They've been doing that the last few years, which is actually, yeah. if you're going to have Thursday games, actually smart. Yeah. They actually have the teams play on Thanksgiving, play the following Thursday. These are the only Thursday games I'm in favor of, by the way. <laughs> Uh, Seattle and San Francisco is up next. Uh, Pete Carroll earlier today. Geno Smith is expected to play tonight, or tomorrow night, I should say. Kenneth Walker will not play in that mm. game. We figured that was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so Zach Charbonnet, the rookie out of UCLA, is going to get the the bulk of the to- totes in that one at the running back position. Chris, uh, he got as high as seven and a half when Pete talked and moved back mm. to seven. Uh, Are we is- at seven again now? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Just okay. seven. Yep. Yes. Uh, actually, right now, if you want Seattle. This is the best price in the market on Seattle right now. The rest go of- see what the hell these guys are doing. Back there. <laughs> well, no, it's it's, it's no. It's, my uh, man Nick Samich, yeah. he's, he, Nick's only been doing this for like twenty five years. <laughs> if he moves, he probably knows. Well, the, the, what, he got to get. He got to bet. It, Chris, it's the the whole market right now is seven one oh five on San Francisco oh, okay. or seven okay. even. So yeah. that's again just uh, your eleven. To we 10 do mile. eleven to ten. So there you go. Uh, Forty four the total on this one. I. I wish I I wish I had more that I liked on Thanksgiving, but sometimes the bet you don't makes the best bet that the best bet period. I have no idea what to do with this game. I I think I lean to the favorite here because of the question marks with Smith, but that's a really difficult place to play in a defense yeah. that has played very well in that building this year. See, I, I lean the other way. I mean, yeah. my numbers came to six, and I have I have uh, the 49ers that my highest rated team Number in the one. NFL. Yeah. But Seattle is very tough at home. They're going to play this game tight. And uh, if Geno's, well, listen, if Geno Smith isn't healthy, they, they, they'll throw that all out. But if he's healthy and go out there and play, I think this team's going to hang tough with this Niner team. And I think the Niner team is very, very good, of course. But, you know, it's not easy to waltz into Seattle and walk out of there with a victory. This is a tough, hard-nosed football team, well-coached. And Geno's had kind of an up-and-down year. Uh, but, again, if he's healthy, I think seven to me is a take in this game. Yeah, it's uh, especially if you can get seven and a half. I, I don't know if it'll go back to seven and a half. Probably not with if with Gino now. Probably pretty easy travel, right, for San Francisco uh, uh, for them here. Uh, if they want to take control of the division, this is a game that they've got to have. And if if Seattle wants to get back into the playoff picture, uh, because they're not right now, uh, this is this is a game they have to have. So. Um. Yeah, this is. We'll find out. Uh, we'll find out some more about uh, about Seattle here, and they've got some serious adjustments to make with the uh, you know with Walker and the other injuries they've well, got. 
Well, I mentioned Dallas. Healthier team is uh, definitely oh, so the well, Niners. The, well, know. and we've talked about San Francisco. You know. San Francisco's three-game stretch weren't they weren't healthy. They lost all three of them. Mm-hmm. Games. When they've been yeah. healthy this year, they've been yeah. the best team mm-hmm. in the NFL. I don't yeah. think there's much of an argument on oh, that. Although they did lose um, uh, the, safety. the safety last week. Yeah, uh, I forget his name. I'm terrible with the names. Um, yeah, That's the guy. I, Calabunga. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. If I was good with the names, I wouldn't know that one. <laughs> but uh, I have it written down here. In my, but but my regard, regardless with, with, with San Francisco, when they've been mostly healthy, especially on offense, they've been the best team in the mm-hmm. NFL. I agree. Yeah. Uh, they'll get their cracks at they'll get their crack at uh, at, at Philly in a few weeks. So see how that all plays mm-hmm. out over the next few weeks on the NFC side. All right. The first ever NFL Black Friday game and. Well, they get a black hole of an offense in this one. The New York Jets will host the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins, Chris, uh, survived against the Raiders last week, and that was a, a, a survival in a game that they dominated the box score. They mm-hmm. just couldn't put the Raiders yeah. to bed until the end on Jalen Ramsey's pretty incredible interception on the last play that mattered in that game. Uh, still in first place in the division, still clear Buffalo, a legitimate shot at the number one seed in the AFC after Kansas City fell to Philadelphia on Monday night. Uh, and they go to New York to take on the Jets, who have scored one touchdown in the last three games, one touchdown in 48 drives. Um, Zach Wilson is benched for Tim Boyle, who had more interceptions than touchdowns in college and more interceptions than touchdowns in the NFL. Did he really? Yes. Between Eastern Kentucky and UConn, he had more interceptions than touchdowns. Wow. Um, I did not know that. And that's the guy who's starting here and replacing Zach Wilson. And I think all you need to know in this one, you open date. Zach Wilson was benched for Tim Boyle, and the betters took it up to nine and a half. I think that's all you need to know in this one. That's, that is yes. a big indicator. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I made it nine and a half before the benching. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I hate to kind of like the chalk here. You know, I, the, the Jets team, they can't score. I mean, how many games have they had two touchdowns? I know offensively they've had one, I think, with two touchdowns. I think they only have eight touchdowns. The, touch, the, touch, touchdowns the, 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 the multiple touchdown games, they had two touchdowns against Buffalo in week one. They had two touchdowns against Kansas City in week four. Uh, that was the game with two offensive touchdowns, by the yeah, way. Yeah, okay. Week four, of course, against Kansas City of yeah, all teams. Yeah. Uh, and then they had two touchdowns against Denver. Uh, one of those was defensive. Right, yeah. Uh, so at, offensive the the touchdowns, game. they've had yeah. one, one game, game with, with two touchdowns. I mean, it's, how do you bet a team like that? I don't know. I mean, you know, Miami. I mean, the the weather's not supposed to be too bad. Yeah, I, it's, I mean, it's manageable. Yeah, I, you know, I just think, I don't know. I mean, it'd be really hard for me to bet the Jets here. But I can tell you this: between the Lions, the the Niners, and the Dolphins, we're gonna need somebody to throw in an upset. <laughs> we're looking at some bad you know, teaser play. I mean, how bad is are were things with Wilson? He's not even the backup this week. Oh, is that right? He's the third. I think uh, Trevor, I'm Trevor not, Simeon. I'm not overly surprised by that. Simeon they did the is, same thing is last year. right. So yeah. um, now the other thing for the uh, for the for the Dolphins, uh, Ashan got uh, he he left. He came back last week. He left the he game. Left did not come back. So uh, he's probably going to be a, a game time decision tomorrow. By the way, I think this game did touch ten, so we did. Oh, yeah, you did. You know, we'll, did. Did we know the, the the buyback threshold, but this game. By the way, this game's a noon Pacific start, not mm-hmm. a prime time, uh, not a prime time game. Um,
but but given the way it, it is positioned here by itself on uh, Friday, it may as well be a primetime game on Thursday night. Yeah. I mean, because it, it everything from Thursday again is going to this and this to to Chris's point, the, these four games are going to set up an awful lot for not only Saturday but especially Sunday. I'm glad it's not prime time because I want to watch that Oregon Oregon State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this will be going at the same time as uh, I'll have I'll have to have the two screens set up because that's the same time as Mizzou and and, and Arkansas. Uh, How could they do that me? to you, John? I think, yeah, yeah, there are a lot of there are a lot of Missouri Jet fans. Yeah, I was gonna there. say there Mrs. Parles, get ready yeah, to watch. Yeah, uh, there are a lot of yeah, <laughs> actually one of the rare times where I'd rather watch Mizzou than the Jets. All right, uh, Jacksonville <laughs> and Houston. We go to Sunday. Boy, what a game this turned out to be. Really? Did, out yeah. of really left field, mm-hmm. the Texans, both these teams would be in the playoffs right now, as we all expected yeah. at the beginning of the year. The Texans survive three C.J. Stroud picks a week ago against the Cardinals, who were very much game in that one. Houston, six and four. Jacksonville toasted Tennessee last week. Uh, of course, these teams already met this year. Jacksonville got destroyed in week three at home by Houston. 37 to 17. We know the history with this with this matchup. Mm-hmm. Houston owns the Jags. They've won 11 yeah. out of the last 12. Uh and now Houston at home is an underdog, Chris. One and a half Jacksonville on the road here. 48 and a half the total on this one in what is uh, shockingly enough an excellent game here on the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Well, Listen, anybody knows and has been following me, I've been singing the praise of C.J. Stroud since last year. I think this kid is legit. I think he's really good. But I also said a couple weeks ago, I said, you know, when the uh, Jacksonville played the Niners, I said it's a horrible place for Jacksonville. I loved the Niners that week. But I said, look for Jacksonville to go on a roll after this. They rolled Tennessee last week. I know there is a bad history with, between these two teams well, on the Jacksonville side. Yep. Uh but I like Jack. I mean, my numbers come to one and a half Jacksonville, so it's not a number play. But I think Jacksonville is ready to go on a roll. Uh, love the quarterback, love the coaching. I can say the same thing about Houston, by the mm-hmm. way. But I just don't think they're quite uh, on the same talent level yet as Jacksonville is. I like Jacksonville a little bit in this game, and I do think Jacksonville is poised to go on a nice little run to end their season. You know, one of the other things that the Texans keep doing is overcoming injuries, right? I mean, if and, and they've come in clusters. Guys on the injury report last I week. mean, <laughs> you, you you look at that, and you know, Chris is right. Chris has talked about Stroud, way, you know, way before this year and and through this year so far. So, um, yeah, I I, I think it, I think overall there's going to be two support for both of these teams. It's just a matter of you know when you find it for for uh, the Texans. They're no fluke. I mean, this is this is a good it's a good team. Uh, there's there's talent, there's belief, there's coaching, um, you know, and and until Jacksonville beats them, right? I mean, they they've got to get that they got to get that off their uh, off their off, off their let, let their me, psyche. That means something. Yeah, I'm not sure does. how much, right? but it definitely means something. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, the only time that Lawrence has beaten Houston was last year when the Texans were in a complete yeah. abomination yeah. at the end of the year mm-hmm. uh, in that Week 17 game. Uh, but look, I, I I don't know if it's this week, Chris, but one of these weeks, Houston's going to get got. Like, the defense yeah. is just not good enough. One of these teams is going to put up points on them, and they're just not going to be able to match enough. I, I don't know if it comes this week against Jacksonville. I don't know if it comes the following week against Denver, who all of a sudden is back in the mix right. again. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you it will not come against the Jets. I can tell you that <laughs> right now. Uh, but at least in one of the – one, of, I don't know if it's coming this week or next week. 
And if it doesn't come this week, I'm going to be on Denver the week afterwards in Houston in that one. That That's just the way that I, that I feel uh, on that Houston team at this point. All right, let's go to Tampa and Indy. We already talked about it on Monday. He won huge bet on Indy here at the shop at my, uh, earlier in the week. Uh, Colts are two and a half now in this one, 44, the total. And all I'm going to tell you is, Chris, whoever placed that bet is a lot more fortitude than I on this game. I have absolutely no idea in this one with two teams that I think are pretty darn similar in their own little fashion. Uh, Tampa, of course, better uh, to me, a better defense, Indy, a better offense, uh, a great defensive coach, even though I don't think he's a great head coach in bowls and mm-hmm. Steichen, who's been really good. Indy right in the mix here with a win. They, yeah, they, are. I, they yeah, would yeah. be tied for a wild card spot with a win in this game. Yeah, Jeff, I made the game pick them. How's yeah. that sound? So I'm kind of with you. Yeah. So if I was out there betting, pointing a gun in my head, I'd I guess you're taking a, Tampa. <laughs> I'd take Tampa with a nice money line price because I think, you know, I mean, I don't know how nice you could probably get plus a dime, maybe plus 15, something like that. But I thought this game was a legitimate pick them. I have no feel for this one. I think it's a tough, tough game. And I surely wouldn't be betting my 20,000 on this game like that one guy did, but God bless. Bet, bet plus yeah. 20, the best number you can get on Plus Tampa. 20. I think yeah. that'd be worth a play. I think the game's a dead pick. Um, what's curious to me is they released Darius Leonard. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm thinking there's a team that's kind of in the mix, right? They're five and five. Um, I don't, I don't understand the, you know, for a team that's defense is, is, is struggled. Uh, we know they can score points. One of the, actually one of the, uh, the more consistent offensive teams in the league this year, you, you'll wonder if there was some you know, locker room issues. Some I, I I don't know, but I I'd, I'd like to see how that impacts this uh, this team uh, th- this week. So, um, Bucks come off a tough a tough loss yeah. last week. Uh, you know they like they three had trips to the three trips zone. to the red zone the right cover. there at the yeah. end. Um, so I, I'm I'm kind of curious to see to see the Colts more here. Uh, would it shock me if this game if we see three? Probably not. Uh, given the way they've bet it so far, I uh, if it's three, I'm going to take Tampa. Sure, I, I think yeah. at that point, all right, just take a number, and if Indy mm-hmm. beats me, so be it. But yeah, I, I, again, the Colts. Last time we saw them, they were in Frankfurt. That was a dreadful game. They were lucky that the Patriots are inept. <laughs> uh, but we'll see. And for Darius, for Shaq Leonard, uh, look, I, I, he's just not the same guy after that back injury. Uh, I was, gonna, yeah. and he was complaining about his lack of playing yeah, time. He's still too, playing, so, he was I still mean, playing eighty yeah. percent of the yeah. snap. Was he playing that much? He, well, he was. He was about his lack of playing and he, time, and yeah. they're paying him an awful lot of money. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You got yeah, rid of very surprised, like probably yeah. your best defensive player in. I don't right. know a guy with a bad back playing eighty percent. I didn't realize yeah. he was playing yeah. that yeah. much. He's playing that, a lot of snaps. That's yeah. what I, was, I, I read the story in the Athletic today. Yeah. Said that that's what he was, one of the yeah. things he was complaining about. Well, for a guy who was playing ninety nine percent in the past, I, I, I understand yeah. that. But age hits us all, my oh, young friend. I trust me. I I, I know it, it's coming. Hopefully not today, but it's coming. <laughs> you <laughs> got sure. a ways to go. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> The New England Patriots are road favorites this week. Oh, my God. Why? <laughs> At the Giants. There you go. Uh, three and a half. You know, if it wasn't for last week, this would have been more. <laughs> because, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Giants actually showed life last week. Of course, we already talked about it on the commander side. From the Giants' perspective, that was very impressive what we saw from them last week. Tommy DeVito looked good. Barkley made plays. The Barkley. Defense, Barkley looked good. The yeah. defense forcing turnovers, putting the icing on the cake with the Simmons pick six. On what might have been the worst throw I've seen a quarterback make this year from Sam Howell, 
Uh, Chris has been a toggler three and a half to three, back to three and a half with the Patriots. Nice hearty total of 34 and a half with this one. I like the favorite. As ridiculous as that sounds, and I'm going to wait for it to get back to three. Wow. Like Are we the, at three and a half then right now? Yeah, yeah you went back three to, half, back yeah. to three and a half. I, I, I like the favorite, especially at three. Well, I, I, I really try to let the numbers speak for themselves, yeah. you know, with some rare exceptions. But I'm making my numbers and, yeah, okay, three. New England's three on the road? Who are they? <laughs> oh, they're playing the Giants, yeah. So, I mean, I made the number three. Well, I got no opinion. What's the total here? 33 and a half. 34 and a half. Oh, yeah, I think we got yeah, bet you got, you got bet up. Got bet up. Got it's a little left. higher than the <laughs> Nebraska Iowa yeah. game. Uh, I don't know. I mean, boy, this is going to be a. You imagine these two teams were in two of the greatest Super Bowls ever played. Uh, but you know, I don't know. I I know. I, like I said, my numbers come to three. I don't have any strong opinion. Well, we know who's quarterbacking for the Giants. The question is, who's quarterbacking for the Patriots here? Yeah, I would right. say it's probably Mac Jones. I, I think it's going to be Jones. Um, and I think it's a little bit of coaches speak, a little maybe a little. Uh, uh, psychological uh, coaching going on with with Bill Belichick here, but uh, I've got to tell you, if the Giants put the kind of effort out in this game that they did last week, which was pretty spirited when you when you watch their their body language, um, you know, Chris, you were talking about a, a money line play earlier on the Buccaneers. You, know, you can get a get a decent money line price if you got the stones on on the Giants this week too, <laughs> with a with a Patriots team that's clearly got issues between coach and quarterback quarterbacks uh plural so and perhaps um, the locker room too yeah yeah i think yeah so um by the way just to interrupt uh marquette's cut this lead to five they yeah, were down by quarterback. you know i have uh grew, i grew up I, I watched a lot of duquesne games like uh -huh. half my family like pitt i like duquesne I always root for these Catholic schools. I just kind of like their style God a little bless bit. You, Chris. Uh, I sent my daughter to Catholic school. I sent my son too, but he got thrown out. But I sent my <laughs> daughter to uh, Catholic school. I'm not Catholic myself, but I, I always like their style of basketball. So I got, you know, kind of a, you know, Marquette, one of the teams that kind of root for a little bit. Again, it's uh, the Maui final this year. Again, what a field that was. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Great. In the Maui Invitational. By the way, I will be on Shamanon later today against Syracuse. Just throwing that out there. Okay. Uh, in in the, uh, the good old D. Why not? Why not? Exactly. exactly. Hey, one with Harvard earlier today. Big Big big, uh, big day big day for the Ivies again. Harvard winning outright. Princeton. Princeton. Again, yeah. Princeton beating everybody right now Yes. Uh, in the Ivy. All right, back to football, though. Uh, Carolina and Tennessee. I, I don't want to talk about this game for very long, guys. <laughs> uh, both of these teams stink. Uh, they both have rookie quarterbacks. Uh, you open four, Chris, on the Titans at home, down mm -hmm. to three and a half. Total hasn't moved from 37. There's not much really to say about either of these teams. I like the favorite. Okay, easy enough. That's all. <laughs> easy enough. Carolina's that bad that I, I like I, Tennessee I, laying points. Yeah. Probably the game that'll have the least amount of handle. On Sunday, yeah, I boy, would, that's just, I would say that, so. That, yeah, yeah, I, I, I hadn't mean, thought either, of it that way. You might be right. Yeah, I mean, looking at the schedule, I there's only one other game that's possible, and I don't think it will be because of the later game um, in Arizona and the Rams. But that will not. That will. No, that won't be close to that. They'll, they'll get support. Yeah, no, they, Rams, they, people, yeah you'll, you'll get some local money. Yeah, there. yeah, and people. Uh, that's also. We'll get to that game later. That one. That line is all over the joint on that game as well. Uh, so we'll get to that in a little bit. All right. Chris, it was Matt, uh, Fire Matt Canada Day yesterday. Uh, 
for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Permani Brothers <laughs> is giving away free beer in honor of the Steelers firing Matt Cannon. How long Man, is that promotion going to last? I don't Chris? know. Why don't well, you? How long let, until the beer's gone? Let's ask Jimmy Mastriani. I have a feeling he's heading there right now. That's our right. good friend. So the Steelers <laughs> fire Matt Canada. They get the Bengals, who, of course, we know Joe Burrow's season is done. It's Jake Browning getting his first career start. Chris, you open pick, and on the news of Canada, the betters have taken this. The Steelers one and a half on the road. The total is 35 and a half. I, I, you know what? I, I said to my good friend uh, and uh, a friend of all of ours, Wes Reynolds, yeah. last week, I'm done betting Steeler again. I'm done. I, no, no more. See you later. And even with Jake Browning playing, even with Matt Canada getting fired, I want nothing to do with the Steelers having to lay a money line yeah. price on the road in well, the division here. They called me, you know, was, you know, I got my grandson in town, so I'm trying to balance everything out here. So they called me this morning. <laughs> I got a guy laid us a dollar fifteen on the Steelers for, for like ten thousand. One of our services really <laughs> put that much money on the Steelers on the road. Well, that's another one. And I'm a, yeah, listen, I don't know. I have a feeling the Canada firing probably helps them short term, you know, in one game. It's just like a monkey off their back. But uh, I don't know. I think I, I'm not going to take a position on this game. My numbers come to pick. Again, I hate to play psychologist, but uh, I think probably the, the Canada firing probably boosts. Yeah, listen, you could lose the public, you could lose the press. When you lose your locker room, that's when Tomlin finally had to make a move, and he did. <clears throat> to answer your question as to how long it will last, according to Jimmy Mastriani yeah. from Trafford, Pennsylvania, not long. <laughs> They're running low now. Oh, really? I'm here. Is that right? <laughs> there you go. By the way, Jimmy, one of our guys who ordinarily listens at Dom's Pizzeria, but here he, right. he, he made a beeline to uh, to Bermani Brothers. To, he made him an offer he couldn't refuse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Free man. beer. Uh, Jimmy, take an Uber home is all I got to tell you, uh, please. We uh, want to keep you around a while. Mika, Mika Fitzpatrick, I think, uh, what, questionable, Chris? Quest questionable, uh, yep. Um, Jake Browning, a quarterback for uh, for the Bengals here. I uh, I think even though the game's in Cincinnati, I think we're going to see uh, Steelers support here, particularly based on the uh, on the Canada news. Let's uh, go to New Orleans and Atlanta. Uh, this is a big game in the NFC South yeah. with how ridiculously awful that division has been. Uh, Saints come in at five and five. Atlanta goes back to Desmond Ritter. Mm. Oh boy. Four and six on the Falcons. Uh, Chris, this is the one. There are two games this week, and they're actually back to back on the card where I shop around and figure out what number you want to get here. Because there are some books that have New Orleans favored by a point. There are some books, including you guys, that have this at a pick. There's two books that have Atlanta as a one point favorite. So this is the classic shop around, figure out whatever money line price you want yeah. best here for this one. Uh, in by the way, for what it's worth, I think your number is correct that this game is a virtual flip, and I have no idea what I'm getting out of either of these teams at this point. I like the Saints a little bit, but boy, would you bet real money on this one? Be, it's hard. <laughs> you're, you're probably right. I mean, it's, it's a kind of a pick em game. You know, Saints probably a little bit better, but the Atlanta, of course, playing at home. 
I don't know. I think gun to my head, I'd probably play the Saints, but I think pick is <laughs> a very legitimate number here. Yep. Yeah, you mentioned Ritter going back uh, under under center, right? Ripping, I think Ripping got hurt. Uh, uh, too, uh, right? Heineke. 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 Yeah, Heineke, uh, hurt, Heineke, Heineke hurt. hurt himself in hey, the last game. And so now Carr, he was he's a full, quite, he's, full, he's, he's, he's full, full participant, participant today. today. Was questionable going into this. Uh, Michael Thomas, so IR out, yep. done. Yep. So again, I you know what? I think once people start seeing the uh, uh, particularly. Uh, the actives and inactives official, but I think we can, I mean, the, the skill positions we, we pretty much know here. So uh, I don't, uh, I don't know. I think, it, I think this one goes back and forth actually. And I think uh, there'll be overall, overall two-way betting. Somebody will find a reason to play it. I, uh, I will not be one of those people that finds a way in game, maybe. at least pre-flop in game. Look, there, there's something about getting the, getting the team, getting a lot of points against the Falcons. And it almost always finds a way to get there, at least yeah. on the points. And more times than not recent, in recent years, has found a way to get there on the money line yeah. when they, they've been down double digits against Atlanta. New Orleans did it to them week one last year where they were down a lot and Jameis led the comeback in that game. Good point, Jeff. You know, that's the other thing, too. You know, we were talking when, when Jimmy was with us earlier and, you know, Chris and I, we, we, we talk about, you know, the history uh, of the industry and everything like that. that that's another thing that's really uh, added to how much more business there is now too, is, is the, you've, you've got the opportunity here to, that to, to bet it at, at any time. I mean, when we, we got into this business, Chris, you bet the game you, you, and, and you bet you had to have time. That was it. That was it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we had, we had the game, the total and, and, and the money line, but uh, it was halftime and that, and that was it. I mean, not mm -hmm. even first halves. Oh, uh, no, you know, first half. I mean, Great. so so, but now you've got a situation where you've got all the standards that we talked about, and then uh, uh, now the uh, the in game and again, the in game from multiple. It's not like you have to, you can only bet the in game once if you so choose. So uh, that's another uh, another sign of the times. Let's uh, let's go to the Arizona Cardinals hosting the L.A. Rams, and now this is another one. Figure out what you want and mm -hmm. bet it accordingly at whatever shop has the best number you got. You guys are the market high on the Rams at one. There is pick out there. There's also Arizona one out there now. So this is another one. Back-to-back -back games just completely all over the map here, Chris. Everybody knows my feelings on Kyler Murray. Yep. You know, and listen, I have said, he'll have the best highlight reel in the NFL by the time it's all over. But he ain't winning a whole lot of games. I might win this one. But I still like the Rams in this one. And I think the Rams, they're kind of sneaky, mediocre, I would say. Where, the, you know, the Cardinals, they play hard. They're just not very good. And uh, I, I like the Rams in this spot. I don't think it's a big home field advantage for Arizona and uh, not a terrible travel for uh, for the Rams. Yeah, I definitely like the Rams here in this spot. Um, probably the only time that the, uh, the Cards are going to be favored, right? I mean, <laughs> think about that. Yeah. Uh, Cup. If he plays, he's not going to be 100%. But they do, uh, the Rams do get uh, Kyron Williams uh, back at, at, yep. at, at running back. So, and the Cardinals, they got a lot of injuries, an awful lot of injuries, even with uh, with Murray now now yeah. being back. Uh, so it's uh, it's certainly risky. This is another game, I think, where you're probably your, your in-game uh, 
uh, options uh, are, are, are going to be you know something to, to, to take a look at, Jeff. This I'm not been, sure. This, or, you'll, or do you just like the Rams, too? You know this has I mean? been a weird series between these teams. It never feels like these games are close between these two teams. Yeah. Uh, this year was one of the closer ones, and it was a, a blowout in the end. Mm-hmm. It was just tight at halftime. I have no idea. I, I'm okay. concerned that Stafford's still not close to 100%. Mm-hmm. Vinny mentioned it, too. Arizona just has a boatload of injuries, even with Kyler back. Uh, I thought Arizona should have won that game last week. Houston just kept giving mm-hmm. them opportunities, yeah. and Arizona just decided not to take advantage of them. Well, they went on fourth down just about every. every well, I mean, well, and, and they went on fourth down with three timeouts left. The game there was what almost five minutes left to the one where they and they and they gave the position to uh, uh, to Houston there as well. It was very, you know, and I understand. You know, when, when you're, you know, you have one. I don't remember, I don't remember the down and dis- distance on that because I, th- I think I remember it being in no man's land when they went that. First well, but time. still, no man's land. Yeah. If you if you don't make it, you're yeah. putting the you're putting your opponent in a, in in excellent field position, right? So, um, and that's that's. But they, I don't think they converted on a fourth down in 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 the fourth if, quarter if when they, they went for it at least three or uh, three times. If they did, they might have gotten there. So, but regardless. But, that was one yeah. classic one. Get the number at the right time. You won regardless in that yeah. game, uh, regardless of what side. I, I want to mention something, too. And yeah, I mentioned it earlier about teasing dogs. Uh-huh. And we have so many of these games where, Jeff, mm-hmm. you're talking about find the right number and bet. You know, we talk about betting some money lines and stuff like that. There's some great teasing opportunities for dog bettors. Mm-hmm. If you find even that one you can get up to seven. I know that gives you a push. You might want to take an extra six and a half, half a point, take a six and a half point teaser, get to seven and a half. But there's going to be a lot of opportunities for those. I know we have a couple games that are around that two mark. You know, the uh, the Colts being one of them. We've got another one coming up here. Well, what? Well, we're all over. <laughs> there's a bunch of games that are all over. But I would tell, I would encourage our listeners. You don't have to bet them here, but but all you know what though we have we have the best two uh, two team teaser prices in town, especially on the six point teaser. Uh, you could bet them here and uh, bet them wherever your favorite book is. But take a look at some of those opportunities to mm-hmm. tease some of the dogs up. You know we're talking about one one and a half. You know one and a half. You can get through seven on a six point teaser. Three, That's six, pretty seven, powerful. Four, yeah. Yeah. You know the two you could do it too. And even get uh, on a one-point dog, you get to the seven. That still may present some value, especially on some of these games that are uh, low totals. And uh, listen, you've been watching NFL last, you know, well, really since I'm a kid, but really in the last couple of years, how many games are decided in the fourth quarter? You got seven <laughs> points in your pocket on a, an essentially a pick em game. There's some value there. All right, let's go to Cleveland and Denver here. Another one of these short yeah. favorite here. Mm-hmm. Broncos one and a half. 36 and a half the total. I, I'm staying away. I, Cleveland's defense has not traveled great this year. They are the clear best unit in the league at home. They have struggled at times on the road. Uh, Denver just keeps finding a way these yeah. last few weeks to get back into this thing. And with a win here, they're squarely in the playoff mix. I like Denver in this game. You know, I, I think that uh, you're right about the, the roads, home road split uh, with the Browns. I, I think Denver is really finding itself. I give them one of my highest. Matter of fact, I'm looking. I give them my highest home field advantage uh, of any team in the NFL, and I think they're going to be very tough in this game. I picked Jacksonville to go on a little bit of a run. I think Denver's been kind of on a run too. And once again, you can look the coaching, and the quarterback has lost to do with it. I think Wilson kind of found himself under Peyton. You know, they were 
looked like a very bad marriage early in the year, but it looks like they kind of are on the same page now. And there definitely is some talent. We looked at last year, this Denver team, we thought if they got a quarterback, they were going to be one of the Super Bowl favorites. Of course, didn't come to fruition. But let's not forget that team isn't that far away from where they were supposed to be at the beginning of last year. Now, all of a sudden, you got the right coach. You got the quarterback playing the way he's supposed to play. I think this is a dangerous team down the, spread, down the stretch. And I know a lot of money showed on the Browns today. And I respect the money. I really do. I'm not sure what the angle was, but I do respect it. But otherwise, I like the Broncos pretty good here. Up and down the ladder, right? I mean, yep. uh, you know, uh, up to up to what up as high as two and a half, yeah. and, and now coming back down. So, um, two way betting game, and I could see it. I mean, uh, you know, betting the Browns defense, they find a way every week. You just you just wonder though, you get that sense that, you know, at some point, you know, it, it is is the magic gonna gonna get just at least I'm not say run out, but at least take a, you know, kind of a pause. And 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 Denver's on a. Look, Russell Wilson's a different quarterback in the last month than he was uh, the first uh, uh, the first month and a half of the season. So, uh, I guess him and uh, Peyton for I mean, I, he was close to getting benched when you when you listen to Peyton that that, that yeah. first month. Um, now that could have been coach's speak, but clearly he got the, he got the message, and uh, they're doing enough to, uh, to 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 get things right and put themselves right back in the, in the playoff hunt. Let's go to the game of the day, at least in my opinion, on Sunday. Buffalo at Philly. Mm. Bills, they beat up the Jets last week. Uh, Ken Dorsey, uh, list game, of course. Joe Brady, did a, I thought, a pretty good job calling plays last week. Uh, and then for the Eagles, they've just found a way. They still have not, they, the Eagles have not had their A game yet this year. And they are not. Which is scary. They've yeah, already, and, <laughs> and they have the best record in the NFL. And. Chris, uh, you guys right now are the only flat three in the market, uh, as always. There's a lot of three and a half in the market as well on this one. Uh, but I, again, and at least at least for me, if you're going to keep giving me threes with the team that I think is the second best team in the NFL, I'm going to keep keep laying those short numbers with Philadelphia here, pretty much against anyone. Well, this is going to be a toggler, sure. And is. since we do everything at eleven to ten, I go to. Three and a half flat, and they usually steam me pretty good. Yep. I'm probably going to be back to three and a half, probably as soon as I get back to the office. Yeah. But, uh, you know, w when possible, and it's strictly a bookmaking philosophy on my part, I try to keep the whole number whenever possible because we, you know, it's the half point that gives you the edge. You guys, some guys are out here, I'm afraid to go to three. Well, going to three isn't the problem. Going off of three is the problem, you know. Uh, but going off of the three, I might have to do it here in this point. I made the number three and a half, so it's not a huge deal to me either way. Uh, but I think, you know, the Bills, uh, I think it's a bigger game for the Bills right now. They're playing, they're, yeah. you know, one team is, what's the old saying? One team's running for a meal. That would be the Eagles. The other one's running for their life, and that's the, the Bills. So I think they may be a little more intense in this game. And let's face it, they have talent. They, you know, whatever it is, they've kind of, found ways to screw things up but if you look talent wise they're probably as good as the eagles and uh gun to my head i'd probably take the bills in this one you know the eagles they showed me a lot on uh on monday night against the uh against the Chief. chiefs defense has been good all year they played really good in that game um and we'll get to the to the we'll get to them chiefs next. in a second yeah. because they just can't catch the ball uh um so I give the I give the Eagles credit. I uh, a, a, an offense that that can do 
enough things and, and hang around whatever the game is, whether it's high scoring uh, or, or a grind-out game. Um, Bill suffered more of defensive injuries uh, against the, the Jets also. Now, uh, Goddard, I, I think Goddard is, uh, is questionable for, uh, for the Eagles, and he's an important part of that, uh, of that team's uh, offensive scheme. But look, you know what? Uh, I, I could see this game. I could see overall more support for the Eagles in this game, and depending on what the number does, then that's going to be the take. I mean, obviously, we know they'll, that uh, three and a half is a take. Uh, but this game being in the afternoon is going to be an awful lot going to it, not just from the morning, but from uh, we talked about it earlier from four games on uh, on Thursday and Friday. Get to those Chiefs. They're here in Vegas to take on the Raiders this weekend. Mm -hmm. Chris, you haven't moved it all week. Chiefs nine has stayed there all week long. Uh, total uh, down from forty four to forty three. I, you know what, the Raiders they were dominated on the box score, but they stayed in the game with yeah, Miami last they did. week. Um, and now they return home. Of course, they won the two home games with Antonio Pierce. Uh, but at some point, at some point, I expect a Kansas City basically offensive blowout game where that offense finally puts it all together. They haven't scored a second half point in a month. At some point, mm. this team, it, it, I know the receivers aren't as good. I they're know they're not. tripling Kelsey. But at some point, number 15 is just that good that this is, has to has to stop with this no second-half point streak that they're on. Well, I, I do agree with you, but, you know, we've been saying it since last, since for really for the last two years. Now, they didn't they show up the last year. They yeah. won, that's all they did, you know. <laughs> but at some point, they were losing a lot of talent uh, on the outside yep. in, um, in, in Kansas Hill. City. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, the Hill certainly being the main one. But they lost some other guys, too, and hadn't really replaced them. And we were waiting for them to finally, waiting for that to finally come to rest. And uh, maybe it has now. And I got to tell you, I like the way the Raiders are playing under Antonio Pierce. That They're not a great team. But, boy, I'll tell you what, that team really has a little bit of fire to them right now that they didn't have under McDaniel. You know, I, I made the game eight. It's mm -hmm. not like I'm going to go beat down the doors to take a nine. But I do think in this spot, I, I think the rate, excuse me, I think the Raiders hang tough in this spot. And to me, nine would be a take. This also might be a nice teaser spot to tease a dog. You get up through 14. And by the way, if anybody reads uh, Billy Walter's book, last thing Billy needs is me to plug him. But uh, Billy talks about how important the 14 is. Mm -hmm. 14 is a really important number. Guys tend to look at three and seven. 14 is also a really big number. And here you get a six-point teaser, get up above get 14. Four, yeah. get, get up above that 14. There's some value there, especially with a home dog. Uh, I think that I think that's another decent teaser spot. There'll be there'll, there's going to be support for the Raiders in this game. Uh, plenty of Chiefs fans in town, and we know that. Uh, but there'll there'll be some uh, there'll be some support here for the Raiders. Look, uh, I don't think that guys just that have been dropping a ball all year, uh, all of a sudden they become uh, you know, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> I'm not so sure that's going to happen. Um, and then you had you mentioned Kelsey. Kelsey with a huge Fumble the other yeah. night. Yeah. Um, I mean, terrific play uh, by the uh, by the defender there in in, in punching the ball out. But um, when you when you're that good and you you know you lead the league in in dropped passes, but you're still one of the top two teams in the AFC. Um, it says something about it. So 
at some point it's it's somebody's just got to catch the ball and I mean Mahomes is playing is playing terrific but this is a game too uh very for the most part I think all but two games this year we've seen more Raider support uh than uh than than their opposition I think this is a game where we see lots of Raider money Sunday night football here let's let's sneak these last two games here prime time Chargers at home Season on the brink for LAC, taking on the Ravens, who are coming Oof. off extra rest. Ravens three and a half on the road in LA against the Chargers. I made the number three. These Chargers just keep teasing you. They'll probably, <laughs> I'll probably find a Speaking way to cover, teasers. but blow the game. No, the, the, the Chargers, you know, we, we know what's going to happen here. The Chargers are going to have the ball yeah. down either three or four <laughs> with four minutes to go. And like last week, Keenan Allen's going to drop the easiest touchdown catch he's ever going to have. Yeah. Or Quinn Johnson's going to drop the forty-yard play, like Vinny. They just can't get out of their own way, like Chris said. No, it's well. Uh, Andrews being out for the Ravens hurts them. Yep. I think he's a he's a he, he's as good a tight end uh, and important uh, to to the scheme. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, we talk about Kelsey, but this Andrews is is every bit uh, to uh, to this Ravens offense. Now Joey Bosa, he's he's going to miss this game too. Yeah, he's out for a while. So uh, yep. foot injury. Now yeah. I suspect that this game will. It may hit three, but then it'll probably go back up. So uh, I think overall it's going to be a, a two-way back game. I, I dropped the Ravens one point on the Andrew mm -hmm. injury. He's, he's that important. To yeah, the, he's that good. Team. Yeah. And then the last one, Ryan McCormick's Bears on the road on uh -oh. Monday night against the Vikings. Chris, you opened four, down to three and a half on this one. Shows you the influence Ryan has I on know, the market. I, I mean, yeah. wow. they're, they're even taking the three and a half on me. Man, oh, man, we found the right guy to – Influence them. <laughs> I gotta say, I like the Vikings in this role. Sorry, Ryan. Uh, he, yeah, he likes them too. Ryan knows his team all too. I think maybe I've listened to Ryan more than some of the fans have. I kind of like the Vikings in this spot. I think this number we might hit three in this one, Ryan. Uh, they they Ooh. keep taking the three and a, they keep taking the three and a half off me. I, Jeff, I'm, I made this number five. I opened four to be half a point above the market. I thought that's where it was going to go. Man, was I wrong? It's it's been a flood of uh, Bears money. I think, uh, especially if Jefferson comes back for this game, which I would be surprised if he does. Uh, if he does, this game will go back up. But I also think whether he does or not, if he hit that, we get the three. It'll come. It'll come back up. Um, I mean, I just the Vikings are playing good. Their defense is playing good. They're, you know, it's it, what a story. Uh, you know, with Dobbs at quarterback, uh, can he keep? Can he sustain it? I don't know. Um, but at some point when Ryan, I'm sorry, but when your leading rusher is your quarterback, we've seen that in history. It's, uh, doesn't always bode well for, <laughs> for the long term. I, I am, I'm with you. I'm rather shocked at how the market has played this one. Uh, I just, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But regardless, if it gets a three, I'm going to take Minnesota. I can tell you that, uh, right now. All right, well, that's all the time we have. It's been a football Wednesday. Yeah, that's right. Here, uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, yeah, really. everyone. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the crew, as always. Whatever your plans are, God bless. Yes, yeah, absolutely. We are we are off tomorrow. Uh, with no shows. Not here. really. Well, no, you guys are in the <laughs> yeah. you guys are in the back. But speak for yourself. Uh, there are, there are no shows here in the studio tomorrow. <laughs> but we are back on Friday. Different schedule on Friday. Alex White and I will be back at 8 in the morning on Friday previewing. You dragging well, Vinny out of bed that day? Vinny's going to be here anyway, isn't he? All right, as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
Regardless, uh, oh, it, you know, you have no idea what a joy it is to wake up to Vinny's face every Thank you, Chris. Thank you, honey. Lee has nothing on me. I gotta tell you. But, uh, just, just say, go see Chris. Get away from me. We're, we're back on Friday at 8 a.m. Special hour for that one. Uh, but this, uh, again, if you're looking for all the football action for this weekend, run it back. Show will be on YouTube all weekend long. Mm-hmm. Living yeah. on there uh, at South Point Studio on YouTube. Yeah, absolutely. Always. Listen, if you missed parts of the show, go yeah, back and listen. Back. To what we have. you got plenty of time. We got football all weekend. Absolutely, Chris, Vinny, enjoy your Thanksgiving. You tomorrow. too, buddy, friend. Uh, well thank done. Thank you as always. Uh, I'm Jeff Parles. Shout out again, crew Ryan and and Sean doing a great work. Absolutely, there guys. Today. Absolutely. We'll see you again on Friday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific here on Sports by the Book.